This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, he didn't get sent off, Mitch Doyle. G'day everybody. And Matt Dufty's number one fan, it's Dale Roots. You, 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 you. All right, rugby league happened this weekend. Unfortunately for some, and fortunately for others. Unfortunately for some, indeed. Uh, we started Thursday night, not unfortunately for young Mitchell. Brisbane 42, Canterbury 12. Uh, the Brisbane Express rolls on. Were you worried? No, because it's what the Bulldogs are now. Yeah. But we certainly didn't show up for the first 20 minutes, and that's a symptom of what the last few weeks have been for the Broncos. It's like, do you remember the last two years... Every first 20, the Broncos were up like 10-0 and blew that lead. And Corey Oates is going the first trial, whatever. It's like, we spent the off-season trying to address that and just completely fucked that period of the game. <laughs> Addressed the rest of it. But this is a game where we didn't really get going until the Bulldogs got up, until Pangai and Joe O came on the field. And that kicking game was bizarre. Like, early tackle chips, second tackle kicks again. Booting one dead from on the third tackle wasn't great. But, you know, once... Once we got rolling, you knew the Broncos were going to win this game. Speaking of rolling, uh, of the 13 players uh, in terms of... The top 13 in terms of metres gained in this game, 11 Broncos, two Bulldogs. Who oh. the, the Bulldogs were fullback and winger? No, it was uh, David Clamar and Danny Fuawalo, who had a good game, I thought. I don't think that second guy is real. No, nah, he, he, he looked, he looked decent, decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, in his, in his deputising for James Graham starting role. And yeah, the other one was Terry it. Lamb. With one meter, one. he was his next. Incredible. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, those those stats you're saying there, they really comes from uh, from what happened in the second half of this game when there was a 25 minute period where the Bulldogs had the ball for one set in 25 minutes. So had, and that's it. One set and then a knock on to start another set was all they had for 25 yep. minutes. The Broncos scored 20 points and four straight repeat sets in that period. And then, yeah, we got this scoreline. But there's a massive gap in the meterage, possession, complete sets because of the, the sheer dominance of the Broncos in that period. And that's where they really changed up from what they were doing in the first half. They, the second half, they came out, built pressure. Ben Hunt and Milford took control of the game. And Macca was really good. And they never took the foot off the throat, which is a good sign for Broncos fans that, again, this team had a problem in the past with getting leads and kicking on. But it seems to be gone currently. That's Which, one of the longest periods ever I've seen a team, just one team have the ball. It was crazy. Yeah, I haven't looked up if it's a record or not, but one set in 25 minutes is not great. It's probably not because of the Super League days where that one year where that comp that didn't actually happen happened. Um, the team who scored the try... Wait, I'm saying this backwards. What am I saying? Oh, you've, you've just cocked this up completely. Yeah. For some reason, I forgot that it's not winner's kick. And you, you've been watching the NRL for <laughs> my whole life. Jesus, there's a big old L you're taking. Well, no, the there's no chance you're deleting this. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, scratch it all, start again. Start. <laughs> Were you trying to take a knee there and just stop the podcast? And <laughs> no, no, take, no. A, take a spike, except for a field goal. It's all good. my fault. Um, so, uh, Mitch, well, yeah, I've got a question. I mean, you, you were mentioning the kicking game. It, yeah. Do you think that you the team was just trying to confuse the Bulldogs by kicking? <laughs> like saying, see, this? This, see on, this foot. They're passing. This thing at my end of my leg. Yeah. When it hits the ball, it does lots of things. Yeah, no, I think it's like it's like they've heard someone tell them kicking good early is good, <laughs> yeah. which, which it is. But no one executed like we do. We've yeah. been doing it all season, and man, some of the early kicks, like when Mac kicked down Brett Morris's throat when they when they were on the forty meter line mm. on second tackle, not great. Yeah, but they recovered well. But how about young Josh Jackson, probably being the first person of all time beating being beaten by Andrew McCulloch in his own half? Wow. Stepped him all ends up and set Tautam Ogre up with the strongest ass in rugby league. Couldn't be caught by uh, Chase Daniel. Wow. Yeah, when you're the greatest forward in origin history, you can be afforded a few bad club games. You can be. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, it was a dominant <laughs> game for the Broncos. But the, the real the real treat was to defeat a Pangai show who was in everything good we did in the first. Did you half. cut up all the offloads? I did. <laughs> I did. I put. I tweeted but, it. Not for not for the you know not for the vanity project. Just for his own consumption. I, I did tweet. I did at Tavita Pangai. He didn't respond to us, but responded to someone in the replies and thanked them for coming <laughs> God, to the game. That is devastating. He's negging me. <laughs> it does seem negging. that way. Uh, will, you, will you be? Uh, will you be p- pitching your all the offloads to to Fox this week? Yeah, <laughs> all my offloads. All the off- just all the offloads. Uh, we're, we're, looking at, we're looking at Tavita Pangai this game. Uh, here's 60 minutes of content for you. There you go. Here's all the offloads. You've got a whole channel. You might as well use it. But yeah, his ability to keep that play alive and, uh, and and set up that last try we scored on halftime was fantastic. And there's someone I won't mention, but there's one of, someone in our circle that has a hot take that he'll play Origin next year. And it's not me. For Queensland? Uh, for, no, he's a blue. Oh, yeah. yeah, boy. So, he'll play How off the bench for the that? Blues next year. Why do I care? Like you love Origin. I, I like Origin, and I like my players playing for us. But come on, we have a rule now. He's, he's a Bronco fan. Oh yeah, we, Bron- we broke the rule. We've we broken the rule. He's a Bronco Sorry, first. He's a Origin player second. All right, good. he's been fan. And J- Jimmy the Jet. There's another one. Oh, Fantastic yeah. in this game, and mm. that that him coming in field and creating that try for himself. Those That's kind lovely. of things, That's and lovely. it is lovely. And how he picks up loose balls and shuts t- games down like that. Is a, is, he's one of the reasons why we are, we're a chance for the Premiership. He's, Brisbane Broncos, the sex dice team, if ever I have seen it. For, fourth tackle, chip kick to winger. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Roberts is awesome. I love watching him. Wish he was still in red and green, but what can you do? And uh, more? Dez, Dez uh, survives again today. Built a time machine and shut the strip club he allegedly went to in club gear. Dez has to be the best person <laughs> in board meetings of all time, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's happening. He tonight. must. He must have a. Already. He must have great PowerPoint. Skills. Oh, it's finished. <laughs> Apparently, he's fine again. Oh, good. What do they I call mean, these meetings for? To tell him he's fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they give him a blankie and tell him everything's going to be okay. Safe space. I mean, I, was, I never thought they were going to sack him. They gave him a new contract like two months ago. They yeah, and they sign players for him. Make a great deal of sense. Maybe they just gonna... wanted to like to parent him. Be like, you've been very naughty. You're not performing at school. We're going to take your phone off you for two. I weeks. really want to know what happens now because, well, like, they're calling these meetings with no intention of firing him. Well, it's, so it's why weird, are you doing it? To me, re-signing him, then bringing in Woods and, and Farah, sorry, Forum for next year was it a mission? You didn't, this season was kind of over. Yeah. So I don't know why fans expect him to get punted based on results this year. He might get, but you'd think when they re-signed him, once they got Farah, uh, Forum, and Woods, they were going to give him another year to see what he can do with Forum again. Finally, but. Yeah, that, that doesn't look good. The tea leaves don't look great for old Des Hasler. I mean, how the players are playing for him. Short of him putting the 2004 Premiership trophy, tying it to the back of his car and driving circles around the parking lot, <laughs> yeah. he's not getting fired this year. I don't think so. But uh, Raymond Fatalamarana looked nice for them. One of the few positives, apart from being runs. beaten by the world's smallest fullback for that try, <laughs> he looks again made an impact when he came off the field. And he kind of, you can see the Warriors in him, loves, loves running the ball, cannot stand defending, but he looks like a nice little project for them to work on. Mm. Anything else? Yeah. No. Never doubt the great man as well. Cody Kramer, great fullback. <laughs> for, for 41st grade games next year, I say. What? <laughs> 41st grade games for Nick Kramer next Nick year. Kramer. Sydney, 28. Newcastle, 4. Mm. You it's... know what I'm doing right now? I'm doing the thinking emoji. Why is that? <laughs> doing the thinking emoji. Why, Dale? Yeah, I just, I just dropped this ball and it's gone backwards towards my own <laughs> trailer, towards the opposition trailer. Moving on. I can safely say that that cost the Knights the game and their season and their ch- and their finals Look, chances. I've, I've got to say that 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 has just that's been the that was their death knell. That was it. That yeah. was the rattle. That yeah. was it. Their Look, season's um, sad to say. I'm not going to apologize if I get caught eating in this podcast. By the way, Bunga Bunga brought lint balls. That's over, my mistake. And those are somewhat irresistible. 
And they're already eyeing me off there. And I've got to apologise I'll get caught eating later. You're just getting forewarned. Just wait till (laughs) we get to the south and I go on a three-minute rant. Then you can both eat like a couple (laughs) of... Turn our mics off and our headphones and leave for a bit. Yeah. uh, Like a night... Bittersweet for the Knights, watching Connor Watson tear them up, knowing he's going to be there next year, um, which I think was confirmed today. I mean, we all knew it was happening, but it was confirmed today. So that nice for them, and I guess nice for the Roosters, knowing that they've got someone there for the next couple of weeks until Michael Gordon comes back. Um, yeah, I thought Ryan Madison was good again. He's been pretty impressive every time he's been asked to start. Corner's out again this week, right? So he'll yep. be starting again this week. Yep. I thought he was nice good. little kick for the, for yeah. the try set up, Sneaky despite the rest of this. Oh, yeah, despite the several knock-ons that allegedly <laughs> happened beforehand. We don't worry about that. Um, you know, I thought um, I thought Guerra, pretty decent game, but again, and again, against his future club. But, uh, yeah, you know, again, it's, it's really hard to read a lot into these games. Uh, it's the Knights. I, yeah. I think the good thing for Chooks fans is that they were able to put a team away. Oh. And, I mean, the Knights, I mean, we talk about... They've attacked relatively well in the last few weeks, and for them to be able to kind of not necessarily stand up defensively, but not make any howling errors would, would yeah. suit I, their I fans. I forgot the best the be, the, pl- the the performance of the night was uh, Victor Radley's mates in the in the grandstand. <laughs> Very good. Very good, good mates. Yeah, solid. Yeah, not a bad debut for me. Nothing special, but you know, you couldn't ask for a better debut than being easy in against the Knights. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a thoughts about the SKD thing and the few signs in the crowd. Good to see from the Chooks fans. It's great. Good. It's good to see they're paying I, I their know, respects. I know many Roosters fans were upset with how he was farewelled mm. and that he was just given the same farewell like a poor Carter was given. Considering he, for them, is a club legend. Like like him or not, that's a guy who stayed he's around the club. Their all-time leading try scorer. I was going to say, he's got 132 tries. He'd have to be really close to their all-time leading try scorer. He's a guy who's been around there for a while. And, you know, for their, for the Roosters, they're not taking a shot at them, but it's not often they have a player play for them that long with how they've been the last dec- 20, 15 years. They generally make some moves and whatever, but Kenny mm. Dow's been there forever. They stuck through the bad stuff with him, got some great years, got a centre of the year, year out of him. And then when he got let go, they didn't really get any thanks for him, you know, for Kenny Dow. I know he got let go for off-field indiscretions, but yeah. yeah, Tooks fans upset. So it was good to see them stand up and, you know, applaud when he scored that try and bring those those signs. So he kind of got a send-off from the club, at least in that respect. No, sorry. Anthony Minicello is their all-time leading yeah. try scorer. Kenny Dow's got to be close, though, right? He, I'm scrolling through the list of 100 tries. He's bad radio. The point is, he's up the top and you're everything... He's got 122. He must be second. Yeah. yeah. 234 so, games for the Chooks, I think. Lots. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a lot of games and a lot and of tries. So how about Ferguson bloody cleaning up Chanel Matauti in this one, eh? Nothing that, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. He, I mean, even if he, even if he's not shoulder charging the defender, he's he's protecting himself, which he's well entitled to do. There was, yeah. I could, but jeez, Chanel got that all wrong. Oh, as yeah, soon he as he turned his body, I was like, oh, good night. And he's like Pete crying on the like hunched over next to him. It was good that his brothers were there at least. Good, I mean, good joke from uh, Andrew Voss who's saying he doesn't know if he's whether he's Pete, Chanel, or Pat. <laughs> I <knew it>. That's <laughs> good. That was good. But yeah, luckily they've got a spare metal here anyway. Oh, good. This week. That's great. All up, Pat. All good. I think that they're, they're eventually just going to strip them off of parts and make one rugby league yeah, player. That's a good idea. Oh, new rule. Because <laughs> yeah. people have wanted an 18th man for a while. We bring in an 18th man for these situations, but they have to have the same last name as you. That's good. And, but, <laughs> and, but they don't have to be related. Joe, Joe Offahengawe gets knocked out. Fuck! <laughs> young young Tonomopia dad comes on. <laughs> Old Tonomopia comes, comes down out. from the stairs. Yeah. Adam. What's the most common name in the current league? Is it, is it Smith? Smith? Surely. Yeah, Smith. I mean, there's, there's, two, there's Smith. two Smiths at the Storm, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's two Jack Williams at Cronulla. Mm. What? There's a Jack Williams in, in 
under twenties, a Jack Williams in reserve grade, um, and there's a Jack Williams in the uh, Canberra Herald Mats team. I'm so glad, glad that there's no I'm names hoping, on jerseys. I'm hoping we can get the three Jack Williamses together. Could they and get him in the first grade? And none of them are related. So I mean, Seriously. if they all play together, I mean that would be. Some we got to get this rule. Like Kevin Nagama record. gets smashed. Wes comes down from the stairs. Wes comes down from the stairs. <laughs> like, t- find me a floor in this. Uh, you can't. You just can't. Yeah, <laughs> but peak. peak. I mean, where have we been for this night team for ages, though? Like, we're all waiting for next year to see this team yeah. now, right? Like, there's mm. going to be some nice signs some weeks for them coming up the rest of the year, but yeah, they're, they're all about next season again. Yep. Maybe we might see Jack Cogger get a game or two at back end of the year to see what he's got. Speaking of next season, Cronulla 26, South Sydney 12. <laughs> and there's always next season for young Matt Bungard. Is there? Is this what it, does it feel like being young Matt Bungard again with South always being next year? Did you just, yeah, it does, actually. It's. Uh, it's it's like being a little kid again. How to feel in ninety nine? You're gonna then? play it's, the sound of silence song. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Though? Sound of silence. You had a. I'll argue you had a worse ninety nine than I did. Rugby league wise. Yeah, but my team played the next season. No, your team doesn't exist anymore in nineteen ninety nine. Yes, they did. They played mm. in the grand final. Ooh, you pelican. That is St George Illawarra. That is a new <laughs> team. You lose. Are uh, you trying to find the sound of silence drop? No, I'm not. I can see it right there. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Oh, God, if Braden Burns catches Bring that ball... Bring him back a classic. Oh. Well, they've just forgotten yeah. how to lose now, Sydney, haven't they? It's timeless. They, they just don't think about losing. You know what they say, like, there's there's fashion and there's style. Yeah. Fashion comes and goes, but that is always going to be That's style. always stylish? Yeah, always stylish. That's an RM Williams boots of this drop board, That's a it? black tuxedo. <laughs> yeah. You guys are heroes. Um, if Braden Burns catches that ball, South win, that's the most frustrating part. Do they? Uh, probably. Um, got a big shout out to uh, Adam, Adam Reynolds for his uh, defensive display against Wade Graham. Um, I'm I'm stoked that he touched him. That was good. <laughs> One hand, that's good. Proud of yourself right now. Uh, look, I'm prouder of myself than he is of that defensive display. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a, a bit of an alley opening between him and Angus Crichton in the moment. What can we call it? Now. Reynolds Crichton. There's not a lot. The Reynolds Roadway. The Reynolds Crichton Corridor. The Corridor Crichton. See, but Crichton. The corridor we would use for Corabetti, though. Yeah. And that Cr- one works much better. It mm. does. And Crichton contributes. To, so is it I a crescent? <laughs> it's a small. It's a small gap. It is. It's I mean, it's it's a no through road from one side, and anyway, definitely a through road the other way. I'm calling fake news on Paul Gallen's run meters in this game too. How many? He got two fifty three, but but he got that fifty meter breakaway where he passed it to nobody. How many of pad. those were on the fourth tackle though? <laughs> like the, there's plenty ca- of them. They don't count if they're not on the fourth. This tackle. is a classic Paul Gallen stat padding performance, of, 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 you know, for the ages. We all remember those. But there was one of them. If you remember, he picked up a loose ball, ran fifty with backs either side of him. He's like, nah, mate, I'm getting these run meters. Don't you worry about you blokes. He, he at that point <laughs> in the game, he knows, you know what? We're already going to win. I may as well just look good for the fantasy stats. Yep. Pump uh, the stats. Weirdly, I thought, you know. One of, one probably Tom, but maybe Tom Burgess's best game. You had like one Burgess drop ball in this game. That's pretty many. rare. It was weird. Like they they were in this game right. Like they were in this game until you know those last couple of tries. And as I said, they really should have taken the lead with ten to go. Which doesn't mean they were the better team, but it is still frustrating when you you know a perfect kick hits a winger in the chest and he do, drops it. Do you think that that the the scoreline potentially flutters the Sharks here because it was. Sp- not necessarily more even, but not this the big of a win. The first half scoreline definitely did. Mm. Like sharks were all over South in the first half. Um, I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna drop one little stats for you. Uh, when Damien Cook was on the field with no other South hookers on the field, Souths were plus six. When uh, the other hooker was on the field, <laughs> Souths were not, minus twenty. He, he shall not be named. 
that's a, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a great stat. Take that for yeah. data. It's like putting on Benji Marshall comes on for the last 15, the Broncos won, you know, 12-6. <laughs> Cook, Cook came on. And I mean, won. and he threw two intercepts. That's the funniest part. Like he wasn't by any means like good, but it was still just a refreshing change of pace. He is starting this week, so we'll see. Maybe they'll mm. do something better. They made a lot of changes this week. It's finally it, like imagine this last year as well. Like wait till Souths are officially out of finals contention to like ring the changes that will probably result in them rattling off a few wins to finish the year. But yeah, Sharks look good again. They're looking good value. Uh, I don't know if they look that good. No, like, I don't think they, they look was, that great. They, to be mate, they bombed a few tries. They, they did. Were sloppy, but and that's, they still that's won the thing, though, right? thirteen plus. Like I um I went back and watched some of their stuff last year. Some of how their attack was going, and any time they're in the twenty, they were so slick. They were, Ennis was getting out of dummy half quick. He he engaged the first defender from outside the, from from the markers. Move across, quick ball out to Chad, who would either have Maloney or Barber wrapping, or sometimes both. They'll decoy draw his man, they go out the back, and all of a sudden it'll be Barber one on three. Sorry, um, three on one with uh, the outside back and his winger. Mm. And it happened so often all last year, and they got that opportunity many, many a time. And they're nothing like that this year in terms of slickness. They're still a good football no, team. I mean, the try winning. that sort of broke the game open was a deflected kick off the goalpost. Yeah. By the way, Beal, pass it to Luke Lewis. He's open. He's next <laughs> yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they're, they're still a good enough team in the sense that they, they get upfield really easily. They're forced to do all the work. They have the opportunities. They just don't take them as well as they were last year. But they're defensively quite strong. The line speed's still there. And they do seem to have some form of switch they can flick when the games are close to 20 to go. So they're still a good team that will compete this year. But they're not certainly not the team they were last year in terms of their attacking potency, which I didn't realise the drop was so, so steep until I went back and watched some of those old games then. Uh, also, great to see Newtown Jets superstar Farmer New Brown scoring a crush over <laughs> Trifle. God, that was soft. Two in two weeks, South is considered really soft dummy half tries. Mm. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Speaking of soft. Penrith 24, Gold Coast 16. The Architect seals the win with a clutch intercept before hobbling off the field. <laughs> I was about to say, my favourite part of this game was Matt Moylan scoring a runaway try and commentators... Asking. Shades of Bob McCarthy in if, 1967. If his hamstring, tearing his go- hamstring with 20 to go. If his hamstrings go. are going to co- cover the distance. Uh, Nathan Cleary is yeah, a fucking superstar. He is turning into a great player. They have a legitimate problem that he's better without Matt Moylan, though. That is so starting to become an issue. Mm. Like, it was an issue. When they played the Warriors, it was evident that game. But in this game, the moment Moylan went off, Cleary was, uh, was yeah. boss. The last 20 minutes or so, he was on fire. He forced three repeat sets in a row and controlled that game on the last tackle and, and on key tackles throughout sets. But when Moylan's on the field and it, they play get it's Moylan. I mean, they've been spending four years but shaping also, that way. Yeah. But also, they did score... Like, they scored most of their points with Moylan on the field. And how'd they score those points? They picked up two loose balls. Yeah, and one, and the other one was a face ball from Cleary to the right, wasn't it? Just yeah. All pressure. So, and that's the thing. That they're getting that attack in the other team's 40 even now, and they're so often on the last tackle, the option will be run the ball, and it's just not on. So I what's mean, the solution? Well, the thing is, they spent Tackling so long... Moylan out the back. They spent so long making just, it Moylan's team, right? Does he just need to touch the ball less? Cleary needs to be able to take more control, but yeah. you know Moylan's a captain, the dominant playmaker, and has been for a while. It's hard to do that. It's a hard balance to find, and I don't think you can spend four years playing get the ball to Moylan, and then in one week say, you know what, Moylan, we're going to someone else. It's unfortunate. But there's certainly... <laughs> it's like, not. Even as a Moylan, people who are Moylan fans, it's hard to argue when you look at them on the last tackle or on the fourth tackle when they get the ball in Cleary's hands, better things happen. They're absolutely more composed with Cleary that, on the field. The, no question. So with Cleary... Cl- Holding the the kick in the yeah. co- into the f- post, just lovely and yeah. But and yeah, in that first half, I don't have the exact number on me, but 
I think there was four or five sets that were forced, errors were forced directly, not just from Moylan dropping it, but him from forcing a pass on the fifth tackle when he'd run the ball on the fifth on the mm. 30 or 40 metre mark. That a few times, yeah. And he forced errors out of teammates. And those are just ineffective ways to complete your, your sets. And when you've got a kicking game with a Nathan Cleary, you're wasting it when you're not putting those crossfield kicks up or dribbling in behind or testing the defence. You're just wasting that. Like, for them, that's the best way towards points currently because they're not good enough without repeat sets to generate points. I mean, this game, they scored most of their points from breakaways out of luck. And the, uh, the Wanger, Wanger Blake one probably would have come back if it went to the video ref. That, Corey Huyer and Ira clearly touches the ball. That, that. pickup from Wanger Blake was, was sensational. He holds that ball like it's a mandarin. I couldn't have a little of raps on him than I do, though. Yeah. I honestly couldn't. Mm. Like, without, he scores a lot of fallovers and runaways. Well, without, without, one-away try, without one-away tries, he doesn't really score tries or make no. breaks or beat guys one-on-one. He's, a re- he's an athlete, right? Really hey, fast. If you give him the ball with no one in front of him, yeah, he'll, he'll score. score. And he also, pretty good in the air, and will diffuse a lot of kicks that come his way in the mm. air as well. But, you know, hasn't got any footwork, hasn't got any ball movement skills. You know, can't beat his man one-on-one. Those things are quite concerning for a guy who's now got, what, three years of first ground under his belt? Yeah. yeah. Seems to, like, can, I, can you play him at centre or do you just put him... like I, As you say, he can't beat a player one-on-one, so why is he in the centre? I refuse I to believe he's a better player than Tyron Peachy. And I refuse to believe he's a better centre than Tyron Peachy. I, I tend to agree on that, but I think because Wanga Blake, to them, is more of a project, younger player, has has those um, that, that speed that Peachy doesn't possess and also... Has the, has the ability to you know develop, I guess, better defensively. Because, I mean, Peachy's not a great defender either in the centres. They've just chosen to sink more time into Wanga Blake. But I agree that I think Tyron Peachy's a better centre than do you, him. Do you think it's that Peachy offers more in in other positions and they just have to put Blake somewhere? I think it's because they don't know what Tyron Peachy's best stats do. Yeah. And that's, it's concerned when the guy's 26-27 and he hasn't got a best position in the foot on the football pitch. But it happens to some players, and I mean... Yeah. I don't know. Is he going to be a queer utility? Maybe, but I wouldn't be surprised if he moves clubs this off season to, to find a place to lock. Did lock someone say ball playing lock? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they didn't. no, I don't think anybody did say that. He really is a ball player, by the way. Like he doesn't. He's he's a ball runner. Doesn't really create anything himself. But mm. um, also in this game, I think Titans once they lost Connie Hurrell, that was pretty much a death knell for me. He's he's their attacking outlet. He's. He could potentially be gone for the rest of the season. Uh, they think four weeks, so he'll come back. But is so there, the rest will of they the... bring him back with a week to go when they're not that, in the finals. That would not make sense. Uh, round twenty four, they bring him back yeah. rather than play John Olive. You yeah, know? I guess. Mm. I mean, yeah. yeah. Even if he re-injures a hamstring, he'll be back for next year anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, they'll have him yeah, back. But yeah, sucks to see him, get him getting injured, so. but also moving Proctor out to the centers didn't really help. I thought they should have done Kane LG on the halves, Roberts to one, and Hayne to center. But they did that the last ten or so. But they should have done that earlier to me, but. Yeah, they fought hard, but yeah, they um, didn't take their opportunities and Penrith scored a couple of breakaways. And we ended up when, Speaking of the last 10 minutes, my highlight of this game was uh, when they converted, the Titans converted their last try to make the margin eight points. Yeah. Blocker yelled out, game on, with four <laughs> minutes to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, this was the worst commentary of the year. Oh my God. I just... This nah. commentary brought to you by Soothers. Oh and my God, it was bad. Yeah, like, I have to believe Mick Ennis has money on Penrith every week or something. There's something, because any call that goes against him, he's furious, and he loves rapping him the whole time. He's one step away from saying we. Yeah. He is. Never, <laughs> I don't wow. get it. Never played for him. Yeah, the only club he didn't play for. And then, you where's, know, it, where's Ennis from originally? Dan Yorway. I'm the only one in this room who Ennis didn't play mm. for their club, so that's true. Yeah. I think he's, yeah but, oh, no, sorry. Newcastle. What am I saying? Up Newcastle way. Then went to your lot. Uh, but yeah... Massive Penrith fan he sings, and Blocker was losing his voice. I wish he'd lost it. At least we'd have done something. <laughs> but, oh, 
Awful commentary. Just real bad. Real but yeah, bad. this Penrith team, if they make the finals with their soft draw, they're going to be cannon fodder wherever they play. Uh, I don't know about that. No, the play, the play away in where maybe Suncorp, maybe Townsville. Yeah, but if they play away to Cronulla or the Roosters, it's just in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Crush. I wouldn't say the Cronulla's in Sydney. No, but if it's week, week beyond week one, week it's not one, a they play Park. Down Chuck Park. They Chuck Park. So if they, they could play the Roosters in round one at Allianz and then round two, the Sharks. Well, I mean, that's a behind closed Zed. doors game, isn't it? So Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, I think, the la- like they've, sh- we've had a couple of those Roosters Panthers finals at Allianz in the last few years. I think, I think the cumulative. The last co- one was awesome, though. It was the soured field goal, the 17 16. Cumulative crowd that for those awesome last game. five games was less than the West Tigers Parramatta game this week. So. And they're cannon fodder to me, man. When was the last time they won an impressive game for you? I'm scrolling through the results. And, and there isn't one. <laughs> they beat Manly without, without, uh, without Origin players, which isn't Manly, but still, they beat them that week with all that, that high penalty count. They lost to that South team. They lost in North Queensland. I see what you're saying, but uh, they lost. It. They beat Canberra, probably the last decent win in Carrington Park. When Can- they had that Canterbury comeback. 38 nil. Yeah, God, except beating the Bulldogs. Come on, yeah. they um. Th- yeah, I understand that. I'm mate, but like, they still they took half the season to work out what their best combination was, and even then, that might not be their best combination. Yeah, so that's what they still so, they sort of know what they are. Yeah, I know, but it could just click. I'm not ready to write them off yet. They're, I enjoy watching them at the very least. So I mean, God, God, I can enjoy them less. I'm just looking at their draw again, my the, lord. It's so soft. Yeah. <laughs> the next two weeks, they might like they could take forfeits from the other team and, and still come out on top. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think they they could. Uh, We'll, we'll discuss this when the time comes. Well, it's no worth worrying yeah. about it now. Right. Yeah. Finals chat in with Origin chat. Sorry, yeah, in, yeah, the, in, in the, the box. box. No, finals chat's worth it. Don't, no, don't say that. If no, they true, can true. make it, chat is in. Yeah, if they can make it, chat, yeah. I mean. Okay, Apologies. that's all right. Like Thank it. God that we'll get to that game. Thank God the Dragons won. Yeah. Raiders 14, Melbourne 20. Melbourne, Melbourne the only team to win out of their home city this week. Really? Yep. Good stuff. Parramatta. Uh, are Canberra the most infuriating thing on earth? Yeah. This game yeah. was there for the taking. Yep. We, we were watching this game together, Mitch, and I just remember thinking, and I think I've I said this to you, fuck, they're a dumb team. Yeah, and many a time we're like, they've, oh, this game's there for the taking. Yeah, oh, we were just like, oh, okay, that's not a very good fifth. Oh, okay, they've given the ball away. Okay, yeah. great. Well, a couple of times they get the ball second tackle and the other team's 20 and drop it. Or they yep. get that the one when they had a penalty and they lost the first tackle after the penalty yep. kind of stuff. Like, this is a, a a storm team that lost Smith and Slater during the game. Yep. So they had Kenny Bromwich playing playing hooker, and not they couldn't not good. Things can couldn't go more your way. You're playing at home and you couldn't capitalize. And you had a guy not set off what he should have been, and they still lost his football game. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't be more broken what, than what they are, could they, Canberra? Mm. Uh, just, uh, I know there are a lot of games where we go. Oh, you really can't take much out of this, but God, it is infuriating. Ricky's Ricky's rant. This is a man under pressure. Not yeah. a, like, the referees were not great in this game. Yeah, but I think I think the referees were not great in both directions. I mean, exactly. Soliola should have been sent off, obviously. But I mean, if Melbourne are going to be pinged for, if you're complaining that Melbourne aren't being pinged for holding down in the tackle or the Vunavalu incident. Like, you've got to have a look at your own players and, and where they've made mistakes that the referees haven't picked up. Like, the Soliola thing, that, I mean, it goes both ways. It does. And this, it, with or without the referees, this game was there for them to take. Yeah. They had a lot of field position. They didn't complete their sets, but they broke the line as many times in the Storm. They got down the other end and they couldn't do anything with the they football. They had something like 50 tackles inside the Storm's yeah. 20. Like, and, and if you can't score more than they did... 14 points, yeah. If you can't score more than 14 points, like, just pack up and go home. Yeah, and Ricky will blame the refs as he does when he's under pressure, and as Des kind of did, even though they got done by thirty odd. Yeah, I mean, that whatever guys, there's, there's way more to this game than that. And as you said, that Soliola tackle, which we may as well touch on now, mm. was a disgusting effort and was deserving of the first send off in years. And 
he was very lucky it didn't happen, and the bunker officials been stood down after that after that performance, not yep. not calling the send off. And it was so bad that Tony Archer made comments before we went to the judiciary. He probably shouldn't have made those comments because that's not his field. But Interesting. That was a. It was a send-off, and any way you paint it, I don't care that he's apparently falling. It's off the yeah. ball. Falling's got nothing to do with him when you're yeah. off the ball. He's off the ball. His fist is clenched, and he swings and cleans his head off, and Slater is out well before he hits the ground. Yeah. Like, there's some still photos that Daily Telegraph put up, and you can just see there's nothing in his eyes mm-hmm. the moment he gets connected. I mean, him. even less than normal. And we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know what's happening now as the judiciary is on now. and We're podcasting, but I would assume he gets six weeks. He'll get the rest of the season, I think. Yeah, yeah. And that's they'll have what they'll have. Papali gone. He got two weeks, so he'll be back in a week after this game. Yeah. They have no Soliola. Do they actually have any more forwards? Can can any of the, can Leipana play Probably in the play forwards? Hodgson at lock. God, that was another Ricky thing. Playing Hodgson at lock this week. Sucked. Jesus, it Kurt, did, did. Kurt Baptiste, short, he cannot pass right to left <laughs> to save his life. A young Michael Leicher. I mean, but I mean, at least Leicher has some. I was going to say some redeeming qualities. I'm struggling to think of any. <laughs> but there, there were a few. I mean, they had one opportunity on the right hand side, and they were trying to swing the ball from right to left. And Baptiste threw a literal rainbow pass out at dummy half, and then they got tackled under like yeah. in front of the post. And I mean, Hodgson missed the tackle for. The first storm try when yeah. he suffered a Solomon and ran over him and offloaded. But there's just some things with this team that you can see the confidence is down. They're trying to force it because things they were doing last year were mm. working. The same things they were going short side to Rapana. These things worked last year. Uh, break, yeah. Breaking news. Yeah. Five weeks. There you go. Yeah. So he plays last game, round 26. Mm. Good Mitchell. Yeah. Be a good uh, send off for him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Finally a send off. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, like the things they're doing, going down the right side and things like that on last tackle. Like Lua got went blind, out of marker with five guys on him at one point. But those are the things when a team's out of confidence, out of form, they're trying to force those things. Whereas all these things were coming naturally last year, and it was working. Yeah, you know, all the selfish stuff was working, but it's not working now. What are you looking at? You got uh, a smile on your face. Uh, you guys are corrupt FIFA style. Soliola gets five weeks, but Storm player Jordan McLean gets seven for crippling Alex McKinnon. That is so, a gourmet hot take. Is that from a Storm player or a fan or what? Who's that from? What's it's going from on? Some random Twitter account with like, no, no, no. yeah. So some egg. five weeks for Soliola is a joke. Talk about being a scapegoat. Billy Karate Kid Slater, the protected species. They, these are these are these are takes from all over the take spectrum. Yeah, yeah this these are the things that are normal. I tweeted before. I was glad we're podcasting now because I hate the things like. Pierce got eight for not hurting anybody. He just touched a dog and saw the old only gets five weeks. Oh, you know, I hate those takes. Yeah. Hate the, he well, didn't if, mean, but he didn't mean it. If throwing a water bottle is two weeks, well, this is 10 weeks. You know, oh, he threw a Jack Daniels bottle and he wasn't even in the team. If 10 br- weeks. If, yeah, if brushing a referee is two weeks, oh, this yeah. should be 15 weeks. No, that's not how it works. Mm. That's not how it works. If this swinging arm is like this and it was worth that, then you can apply that. That's how it works. Yeah. It's just swinging arm. It's not a touch and ref. It's not throwing a water bottle. It's not any of that. It's not yeah. drinking on the piss and then have, having sex with a dog. Okay? Like, it's not that. He's right. It's not. And I think That what, would be interesting to see on game. Yeah, day. there you go. Five or six weeks fair. I'm sick of those shimmy comparisons. It's some of the worst things about Twitter. The, the, thing that you, the point that you were making about Canberra being down on confidence, I think it's funny that you mentioned that when Caesar last week kicks possibly the kick of the year to to win them the game with that 40-20, mm. obviously the Coltrane with a Harlem Globetrotters-esque <laughs> offload, and we mentioned that last week. But like, he, here's the thing, like as you say, they try these things and they come off one week and then they just think that they've got the balls to do it again. Like it can't, it's not going to work every time and they just, they yeah. can't, like I know they play without structure a lot of the time, but they're, they're, they're caught halfway between you know, being really confident and play, making a play like Caesar did and trying to take five guys on 
yep. at once. Yeah, and Caesar was actually all right again this week. That switch seems to be working, but there's a lot to come from this team in that yeah. in that regard. And so they need an off-season. To Another me. team looking for an off-season. They keep saying, like, oh, Luke Bateman said today, we need to win six from six, and the team believes. Like, mate, you guys have said, you know, six from seven, six have from eight, won six, six from nine. Year? I mean, they, they have, can't... Ex- yeah, they've won seven this year, right? So they've got to win as they many win games the as they win the want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, righto. Uh, Slater slipped into it. No malice. Everyone's favourite players give off the ball hits. What? Uh, the hit was bad, but the intention was never to hurt Billy off the ball. Just a real unfortunate accident. What? I, I want all the players to have a good time. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, people get hit off the ball all the time. Therefore, it means you can swing your arm clench with an arm brace on into someone's head. Let's not look at the, the takes of the dregs of Twitter. Mm. Oh, Pip, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop. Come on, yeah. focus. Although, people... Guy. the bit, bit of cheekiness from the official NRL Twitter account. With, they went with Sia in five weeks. As their headline, oh, there you go. On their tweet. So they're they're taking the piss. Is that so a, they're a, a bit? They're, they're, sorry, learning a bit from uh, if you know Adrian Rivera on Twitter. Great follow. Mm. He loves a headline like that. I was going to say, are they actually just releasing the grand final entertainment information? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go next game. All right. <laughs> Come on, back on track. Sorry, bro. Cowboys twenty four, Warriors twelve. Mitchie, your boys, they're done. I mean, they were done. They were once. done already. They were done once. They were done once. SJ got hurt, and this was one-way traffic. It's actually a pretty good performance from yeah. the from the from the uh, Warriors, considering away in Townsville without Sean Johnson and Mason Leno didn't do his, his brand any harm in this game, and he's been a, a reserve grade superstar for a while now. It looks like he'll be a decent third choice half for them moving forward. But he was pretty decent, and some of the other boys stood up. Kieran Foran took the line on twenty-four times which is a good lift effort. But, yeah, this Cowboys team, despite the scoreline being close, you thought they were in control most of the way and they'd get home. And, you know, they got that lucky breakaway at the end to make it a 12 points difference. But we mentioned last week that this Cowboys team is good and they, they won't be able to put teams away without JT, but this is going to be it for the rest of the year, I think. Six to 12-point wins most weeks. Grind teams out. Use their good pack and steamroll and just see what happens. But, yeah, Warriors are spirited, but the Cowboys, no matter who's in the team, really hard to beat I, up there. I have a question. Should the Cowboys have got the balloon? Simon Mannering scoring. No, no, he's all right. A couple. But he didn't make a tackle. It wasn't making a tackle and scoring. Uh, he's all right. He's all he right. Went through scoring. a hole. Dave, would you say? Uh, would you agree that the Cowboys are perhaps that were perhaps being held back by Jonathan Thurston? Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say that JT is superfluous to their their needs next year, but I I, I expect him to be playing Rezies. Ryan yeah, Martin had more control of the game, I feel, than <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, if there's anybody you look to for control, it's Tamari Martin. Yeah, he, I mean, um, in all aspects of life. Yeah. He was um, he was actually quite good this game, though. He took the line a lot himself, had a couple of half breaks, and looked handy. But um, yeah, I don't know what else you can really say about this football game. I mean, you know, what do we expect? I'd love Cowboys it if these blokes just went on a run and won the whole... Cowboys? Thing. Yeah, why not? I think that, like, honestly, I don't think they can win it, but they're going to, as I said last week, they're going to set some teams in the finals. Jake. They're gonna they're gonna upset some teams in the final. That forward pack is solid. Michael Morgan, Coote, and uh, Granville can control the game enough. If only they had some better outside backs, I'd be a bit more confident in that. Yeah. Fair enough. Don't you mean Mr. Hundred Meters, David Bowen? <laughs> yeah, but he, he made he made 190 meters, but he only made one tackle though. So you know. Yeah, but was that how many Shit out of how many? Out of two. Fifty percent tackle success rate. Not good. That's not good. Um, you know who is good. Do you want to keep talking about this game or can I segue out? Not really. Sorry, good. You know who is good, Dale? Uh, no, please. Matt, Matt Dufty. He is good. Does Matt Dufty have more try assists from this game? No, I lied. It was one out of one tackle. Sorry. Oh, God. You cut me down in the middle of a joke. You're killing yeah. me. Sorry. Matt Dufty, more try assists than Josh Dugan. Yes or no? It's not a joke. <laughs> Dufty, two this year. Dugan, none this year. Look, I'm well, not. Well, part of that was a joke. That's just so, a fact. Josh think, Dugan. That's Dugan the get one, ah. He got one last year against the Knights. That was it. None this year. So, Dufty, two in one game, beats. Dugan's last two-year total. How many does Dugan have in Origin? 
I'm, try- I'm trying. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Uh, Fergo had to score the try, so that Fergus this is like this. This kid is a baller, and this is interesting. Like, what do they do going forward? Well, I mean, he was the debut. People have been waiting for down down that way. People have been hearing about his name for a long time, and this is the reason why Dugan's been allowed to walk. This week they've got the luck that you and Aiken, well, not luck, but you and Aiken's fallen fallen injured, done his shoulder or wrist. They haven't revealed what that is yet. That's a so, fairly niche. Thing to so, not do. so they've thrown Josh Dugan in the centres and Dufty retains a fullback spot. But you'd think Ballsy. if Dufty plays like this again next couple of weeks without you and Aiken, you, you can't get rid of him because he's for them position of a genuine game breaker. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and they've got I mean, they've got him and Field. To, yeah. And they've got Hunt next year. That's exciting. Gareth Widdop. Yeah. No Russell Packer and to get injured. And, and that forward pack. Man, that's going to be fun. Um, well, and there's a, there's a couple of those tries they scored where, like, oh, it was just a simple catch and pass for Dufty, but, like, Dugan doesn't do that. No. And they don't score. Like, no, he, it's going to be interesting. What do you think they get? Like, in, sincerely, if he keeps this up, what are they going to do? Don't move you, man. This is how teams go and run sometimes when this happens to the rookie. If, if he keeps his form up, has a couple of really good games the next two weeks, you can't move him. So, Dugan goes to the centre? Dugan goes to the centre. Until, until Aitken comes back. I think Aitken doesn't come back. No, oh, Aitken won't yeah, come Aitken's back. Yeah, Aitken's injured. That's right. Aitken's injured. If he comes back, I don't think they move Dugan out of the centres for him. Even though Aitken's a fantastic player... McDonald and Knight are going to do the job on the wing. Uh, yeah. Aiken could be that weird, you know, they carry a back on 14. the bench. Yeah. He could be that yeah, guy. could be. Uh, but yeah, Dufty, I mean, they've been waiting for a while, but what he does there, I mean, Dugan, we can never argue, we've said it plenty of times, one of the best kick-returning fullbacks in the comp. Really good at that, really good at yardage, Shepherds. In attack, you know, you had Dufty following the ball, popping up, mm. getting involved, getting players involved around him, linking yep. with Lafay, and then the, the even the try scored himself, just coming across field and straightening up and beating a lazy forward. None of that is in Josh Dugan's game. There was, there was None a, of it. That pick up from the left hand side where he went sideways and sideways and sideways and eventually got tackled. But I'd rather him do that than just run at the line. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's bringing, he brought probably six or eight players in into potential play yeah. and he got tackled and that, like, it's his first game. But I'd much rather him, I mean, I hate, like, he looks exciting. Yeah, that's great. But he actually, he's doing something with it, mm-hmm. he's looking for an option. And it's, it's a tough comparison to make, but it's that kind of involvement is almost like young Benji-esque to bring more players in, not necessarily every time going through the line. Yeah. But he gets the ball and he's doing something with it. He is. And the out-the-back plays weren't just dying like they do in Dugan's there. Dugan's gets the ball and cuts back inside and nothing happens or yeah. he just goes straight. But yeah, they, they look better in attack and they went. They got back to their roots of what they were at the start of this year. Yeah. That team yeah. that Tough. went through, you know, hard hit up, hard hit up, good quick play the ball, get it wide, see what happens. They did that all game again and they absolutely carved this manly side who looked rudderless without it, without Blake It was Graham. nice of the rest of the players to make Dufty feel at home by giving him a Toyota Cup scoreline. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Thank but you. yeah, Appy Corrissau and Blake Green out really hurt manly and Blake that, Green's been that, steering the ship. Do you read Barrett's explanation for that today? It was just weird. Like, I don't know. Why would, you, why would you go to a team that's traditionally fairly strong at home who, you know, aren't necessarily in great form you're playing against a guy who you've never seen play in first grade, and you pull out your hooker and you're six. Does it? I, I mean, uh, well, I, I, the he hooker was actually an... injured, but Blake Green getting rested is weird. And, and top four race. And I was going to say, and Green's been pretty good this season. They're going in for the top four, and tra- it's Trent Barrett of all people who played at the stadium for seven hundred years. Yeah. He he looked like he'd had his pants pulled down around his ankle, and he was left on Crown Street. He he said he said today that like it was a communication problem. They weren't rested. They were actually injured or something. It was just a strange. Well, yeah. why don't you communicate that strange properly? Story. Yeah. yeah. The weird thing is, yeah, it came out they put it out in the day rested, and they've changed it to yesterday. They're saying he's injured. Blake That's, was injured. But that that to me is a cop out because it like it, he may well have been injured. But just communicate that. Like the the dragons don't care if he's being rested or he's injured. He's not playing. I feel like it came out after they got thumped that he was injured. Yeah. Oh, d- yeah. Very injured. 
Speaking of uh, free lessons handed out, Jack DeBellin. Showing Jake Dvojevic how it's done in this yeah. game. Can play. Can mm. play. He's uh, 27 runs, 253 metres, 30 tackles, three offloads, and involved in a lot of the good things the Dragons did. Mm. Fantastic performance from your boy JDB, who's the real best lock in uh, New South Wales, but he won't get the recognition. Uh, also, Jason Nightingale for the easiest bomb receipt you will ever see. Which one was this? Uh, the first try. Oh, yeah. The ball just <laughs> like literally hits him on the chest, and, and DCE just watches. The, I, I can't remember who was doing commentary on this game for Gaz, Fo- Gaz but... <laughs> And Kronk as well. He just said, DCE hasn't done his job because there's no one to block, and the rest of them are just watching him catch the ball. Yeah. yeah. Poor. Kronk Poor. has always to go as a commentator. We'll get there. But this commentary from Gaz was bizarre in this game. He was acting like tries from kicks don't count. He goes, Manly being unlucky. They conceded three tries off kicks and an intercept. Like, to be fair, unlucky. in fantasy, they only count for half. Yeah, but it's so... Like, <laughs> like, well, they, only in our shit fantasy, mate. They don't count for half anywhere else. Oh, because they had a kick line break. Kick line break. Oh. How many uh, how many tries did uh, Gasnia score from kicks? Also, hang on, our shit system. It's called the Doyle system. You no, invented I can't, it. We can't add in kick line breaks. Don't, 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 don't yeah. do that. No, oh, yeah, not many. Not me. Gasnia, not many <laughs> tries from kicks. Uh, Maybe it's some kind of PTSD. I don't know, but it's just weird. Like, mate, no, kick tries are not fluky. <laughs> like, not this one, at least. Oh, uh, they, they are sometimes. But, like, still, it's it's a genuine try. It's not like an intercept or a drop ball runaway. Well, you know, like, Sharks on Friday, that, that's a fluke try, the deal yeah. one. But, like, but yeah, kicking that's, to a that's winger, that's 5% of the time. Technically, is not a fluke try. So, no, you just act like they didn't count. It's like Luke Kiry's not chipping to Daniel Tupo constantly by accident. Yeah. Like, there's a reason they're doing that. <laughs> What a fluke. Daniel Tupo's out jumping. I don't believe man. this. Daniel yeah. Tupo plucks another accident out of the air. Gasnier doing co- origin commentary. Oh, Kronk, what's he done there? He's hit, oh, the ball's in his foot. He's oh, accidentally oh, kicked He's dropped that into the ground he's, and then kicked it over the post. Wow. Incredible, incredible scenes, these. But yeah, he was, somehow, he was like riding Manly home in a Dragons <laughs> game. It was bizarre. They got back really close, which is credit to Manly yeah, when they started to fight back. Barrett. But then, uh, then Dragons got back in control and put their foot in the throat. It's a surprising, entertaining game, by the way. For these two teams, I didn't you, expect I that. I thought this was going to be complete dirge. Brutal loss for the under-71 point punters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at a dollar ten, they took the fun under-71 and uh, lost. But yeah, this, it does really it does hurt Manly, though, that loss there, because yeah, you don't know. It, it really hurts their top four run, and you don't know yeah. what they've got coming home. I mean, they run home. they got Melbourne this week in Melbourne. No Billy Slater, but you'd think that'd be a loss. And a, but a big old boost for the Dragons, for and against. They now have the fourth best for and mm. against. So if they could string a couple of wins, you know, Cronulla or Brisbane drop a couple of games, they could find themselves as the top four. In a I few mean, weeks. I don't want to crow, but the Dragons have a fairly soft run home. They do play they South do. at some point. I we know said that. this. They have I to make the this week. I mean, they're bi- I mean, the softest game is probably... I'm just looking through the draw here. It's it's probably... Knights, yeah. Knights, week, Knights yeah. then Souths, then Titans in Wollongong. That's I mean, and then you've, got, I mean, you've got Brisbane as well. You so should be, yeah, but I'm just saying, next three weeks, you should be able to win all those to the tune of a the plus 100. That's yeah. the finals. You're plus A in the finals. in each game? And your last game <laughs> is against... Uh, sorry, against the Bulldogs. The Desless Bulldogs. Like, that yeah. Broncos game could be a top four... Like playoff, essentially. Could, Could well be. You don't that, know. That's that's not going to... But yeah, Manly off. now play Melbourne and they play the Roosters. They could be out of top form contention in yep, two weeks. Big so big two weeks hung up for All them. All right. Anything else to say about this game, no, Dale? No. I'm, I'm happy for you. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> West Tigers 16. Paramount of 17. How angry was Mitch Moses that he wasn't the one that kicked this field goal? How shit was this game? It was a shit-ass game. This game was not kind. I did in not stay like kind round, it, it was we, not kind. It, we, lost, we lost Clint Gutherson. That's sad. And, and as soon as it happened, I knew it was an ACL. Is it just looked so so uncomfortable? Yeah. And I feel for him because he's been red hot. 
and I hate saying it, but I think that's Parramatta's season done. And man, oh man. Oh, but they've got an... Is it? Nah, we'll see. They will be. I think they're now more likely to drop out than the yeah. Dragons are because their four and against oh, sucks. Yeah, big time. That's yeah. uh, you know, there's only really one team banging on the door, and Manly could drop games as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. but Para play Newcastle in three weeks. They also play the Bulldogs. They play the Broncos twice, but they also play the Titans again. Yeah. So it's kind of like the Dragons and uh, and Para have a similar run in terms of team quality they play. Yep. They play yep. Para play South as well. So yeah, you know it. it Para is still well on this run because they run home too. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an interesting finish. It's going to probably be the, the highest finish eighth team, like points-wise. Yeah, I think someone sent us a screenshot today. It was a points predictor they'd done, and three teams ended up in 32 with ninth on 32. Yeah. And just like, like 10th was on like 22 points or something. Like, yeah. It's, it's which is not probably not going to happen, but it could. Like just yeah. looking at all these teams' draws. Anyway, back to this game. Yeah, trash game. Semi's been amazing for the last couple of weeks now. He's He's been really good. It's a shame that we're losing him at the end of the year. I agree. Real big shame. Um, Teddy is going to just destroy life. If he might win, he'll probably win the Dalian next year. He'll be a very good chance of winning it, and he's going to have a. Even though he's had many a breakout years, he's going to the right club to get the media attention for it, and he's going to have a fantastic. Do you think year that this year. could be his breakout year of breakout years? Yes, like it's his be. most. It'll be, breakout? On, it'll be on his Mount most Rushmore breakout years. Yeah, his breaky, breaky, most unbreakable. Breakout most, year. Br- most. I don't know. Does that even work? I yeah, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Aaron Woods was good again. He's been really good the last couple of weeks. He thought it, there was... People might have worried that he might sort of put the cue in the rack given they're playing for pretty much nothing and he's leaving. But, you know, he's, he really put in the. Can he shut his mouth in the media, though? Please. Yeah. Oh, I would have stayed. I might have stayed if there'd been a Cleary clause in my contract. Shut the... F- like, the guy, like... I understand he's trying to save face. He doesn't want to be hated by the Tigers. He's just making hate him more. Like, he doesn't need to save face. He puts fucking hashtag 2040 in all of no, his tweets. Everyone knows he loves the club. No, there, there is no saving face, though, Dale. He's the captain who turned his back on the club. And I know that. That's but, it. He should know that, too. But that's my point, is that, like, he, everybody knows that he loved the club, and he's turned his back on it. And that's, Yeah, exactly. There's that's no saving it. face. You can't. You can't. And especially the Tigers. The ti- Tigers, in, Tigers fans in here have been through so much shit with so many players. You know, they're just, like... That you can't redeem yourself. No, you see, but those guys gave him unconditional love, those Tigers exactly. fans, by the way, until he turned his back. He's going to learn a harsh lesson next year if he can't handle the five weeks of hate from the Boy, Tigers fans. Go- if he has wow. three bad games at the I've Dogs, said this before. He's, enjoy. It's, it's going to be great. But yeah, mate, stop saving face. You're making it worse for everybody around you trying to save face saying this rubbish. By the end of April, he's going to get the Tony Williams treatment. Yeah, like, so- I, I hope I hope Tigers fans turn up to his games <laughs> when he's playing for the Bulldogs <laughs> just to boo him. Like, here's, here's an idea. Shut up. Yeah. Tedesco, shut up. Just shut up. Mm. Play out the club, move to your next football team, and you'll be better off there. Yeah. You can't be telling me every other week he hates being in the media, then say shit like this. Mate, you're doing it to yourself. I hate being in the media. Also, I'm the club captain, so I'm forced to be in the media. And also, I might want to stay, and also, uh, yeah, like me. Still like me. Please Love like me. Please like me. <laughs> I'm putting in for the last like, five weeks. Come on, guys. Forget about the other years. Don't worry. The <laughs> forget, about Don't forget, forget, um, forget about it. Could, <laughs> your, your man, Kenny Edwards, could dead set have been penalised for time-wasting on that last <laughs> set. I loved it. <laughs> I am hang on, I'm, hang on, I'm just, uh, he just, got, just It checking. was like Ric Flair, like Ric yeah. Flair staggering around the ring and then falling back yeah. over. It was amazing. <laughs> he did it, like I haven't, I I remember very clearly, South played Manly like 2002, I want to say, and John Hoppawati got booked for, booked, got penalised for time wasting with like a minute to go in a similar situation. I've never seen it since. Oh, I've just got to, it could have been in this Just game. resetting the play of the ball, just, uh, it's right it here. It could have just happened here. on right, this just, play. It was absolutely disgraceful. <laughs> I love him. I love him. It's so funny. I must say, I liked it as well. I think the fact that the commentators were like, oh, it's Kenny Edwards' time when they got the ball with two minutes to go. It's like, that's it. That's his bloke's reputation at this point. It's amazing. Kenny Edwards' time. Let's make that a figure. 
I loved it. I was like, I couldn't understand that when he had the ball like two minutes ago and he didn't do it. I'm like, what's going on, Kenny? Is, yeah. that, is everything he made, okay up for he made up for it? <laughs> he made up for it. He's like, it? I'm waiting for the cramp to hit. <laughs> that oh, was the absolute cramp. worst one I've ever seen. I'm here it for the Kenny. Delayed reaction cramp. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully the, the Para fans get back behind you after a few rough weeks of dropping a lot of balls. He's actually a good player for them and mm. a bit of milk in here or there. Nothing wrong with no, that. But I mean, as you say, <laughs> so as, as you say, I mean, I'm not going to say it won them the game, but it's it's timely. It's timely. It's, it's they kicked the field goal. Move on. It's so good. I'm b- big fan, big fan. Uh, Mitch Moses did try to have a revenge game here, but it didn't really happen, did it? No, he <laughs> lost the ball a couple of times. He had that dodgy play the ball near the line. Um, Forced the revenge game. Yeah, it was. It smacked. It's. It did. It did smack of that, didn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, some good young forwards for the Tigers on the day, though. Alex Twall and Matt Eisenhuth. Yeah, Twall looked good. I don't know much about him, but he looked okay. But mate, that's three games he's played for me now. Yeah. I've been really impressed by all three. And, and that's one parallel go. Parallel go. Twall. He looks fantastic. And Eisenhuth, yeah, both those guys. Eisenhuth's moved Elijah Taylor from lock this week. He's been so impressive. Wow. Mm. So, you know, as we said previous, them behind Madalino and Packer next year will be very interesting. Yep. Can yeah, we yeah. just discuss one more thing before we move on? Yeah. Can we shout out the Interstate Challenge? Oh, yeah. It was good. Oh, you mean can we signal our virtues? <laughs> oh. I actually, I actually watched the game. It was it was pretty good. There, were, there was a, a few dicey yeah, moments with a few knee injuries, but all in all, it was good. Ron uh, Sims killed a woman. I think she actually. I think they're actually burying her at the stadium this week. She's still there. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. New South Wales won. It was great. Um, get around women's sport. That's about all I we have all to say. Yeah. Oh, one thing we also forgot. Worst player of the weekend on the field. The Knights kicking it on first tackle when they just received a kick off when they're only down by four points. That was special. Brave. But brave. And brave play. Backing Latrell Mitchell not to be lazy. Bold move. <laughs> <laughs> he was always going to be there for that. Bold yeah, move. and yet wasn't wasn't the dropper like a ton. Pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. This might be my favourite one. This could be. This could be. Time. I mean, we'll have an end of seasons award show, I assume. But this is like a dollar ten. It's yeah, short. It's to win. Very short. Um, so it goes to Paul Langmack who was on one of those morning sports talk radio shows. We don't even know if he was a scheduled guest or if he just phoned in. Hey, guys, I've got this thing to say. Yeah, so he goes on this two-minute yarn about how him and Tommy Rodonikus used to bet on the line in games while he was playing and Tommy was the coach. So far, so bad. So far, so far, no <laughs> so far mildly incriminating. Yeah, only mildly, though. I right. mean, it's circumstantial evidence. Surely he's got an alibi. Sure. All right, so he's talking about how they used to take themselves with the line. Anyway, <laughs> talking about... <laughs> this is unbelievable. The, the whole story... I, I love how we started on only slightly incriminating. Yeah, we, might, we, might, we might clip up the clip and put it on the Twitter or something because it was too that, long yeah. to play in the show. It's a two-minute clip, which will fit on Twitter. But, um, the, but the, 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 the climax of the, of the story ends with him saying, last game of the season, they needed to win by... They need to win to make the finals or something, and they were... They were on minus 4.5 with the yep. bookies. So him and Tommy got on them. And he's telling a story about how he's trying to pressure the pressure the halfback to kick a 45-meter field goal in the last set of the game because mm. they were winning by four. <laughs> Before Stuart Clark, who was hosting the show, was like, oh, yeah, we can't hear you, Paul. Uh, we've got some technical difficulties. Yeah, drop it out. Yeah, drop it out. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear him clearly. Yeah, they just cut him off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, such, a, such a shame there. Like, uh, and the callers after were hilarious that's, too. Like, that's actual match fixing. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's just like, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if he's... to match fix a game once. If, if he's gone on to, you know, Ostley.com or something and looked up Statute of Limitations for Good point. Match it fixing. could have been 20 years ago, so it would have been more than 20 years ago. You think ago. he looked that up? I don't think he looked yeah. that up. You're giving Paul Langmack a lot of credit. I am. Reading, for one. He... he I'm not going to go into what he did while he was South's coach, but there wasn't a lot of highlights. No. There were a lot of lowlights. No, no. You're right. Um, but, man, what are you... What are you doing? No one can be this dumb. And, but, but <laughs> so here's this time yeah, that I tried thing. to fix a game well, that I was playing Here's in. the problem. Here's my problem. <laughs> You're assuming no one can That's be this dumb. <laughs> it's not all on me. Like, he has to have seen the Tim Simona stuff this year, though. Like, it's unbel- it, Man, it's unbelievably dumb. there's been a lot of stuff like, come out of that, It's one of the too. dumbest things I've ever seen a, a human being do. And, and, and he coached my rugby league team. I was going to say, is he not an NRL ambassador? Might be because I I seem to remember him. Was it he that organised the Mardi Gras float this year? For yeah, that's yeah. I mean, then that's nice. I know that's. Good I know I'm that. not. I'm not saying that that's Probably a terrible. Fix that parade. I was well. gonna say maybe push them further up. He's like, <laughs> all right, we can get. Are we going to be over or under third in the oh, third in the parade? I just can't get over that behind the dikes on bikes, and you probably got the police. I mean, we'll try and fit us in fifth or sixth. We'll take five and a half. Did he play with Terry Lamb when Terry Lamb tried to kick that field goal when they were down by two? Probably. I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, stay woke. But, I mean, Greg Inglis also tried to... Well, oh, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Did Greg Inglis and Paul Langback cross paths at South Mitchell? Maybe this is some kind of... <laughs> they missed each other by about 10 years. Is this some kind of Freaky Friday incident? Close. <laughs> Could be. But, yeah, that's our travel time for this week. I, uh, and, and potentially the year. If he ends up getting in trouble over this, that's the all-timer, I think. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. <laughs> I'm still still recovering. <laughs> you are. You're off. Right? He's got a whole drop at Paul Langmax. I'm glad you turned your mic off there. Thank you for that. I just moved it away from my, yeah, my it's face. Good, good gear. Roy Cost Jason retires. That's not funny. Uh, he never really recovered from that throat injury. One, of the, throat one of the good guys? Yeah, one of the sucks. good guys. Yeah, it's unfortunate for him, and uh, there's his well, rest of his only potential in the first grade gone. Unfortunately, did he get a ring in 2015? Sorry, did he get a ring in 2015. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Good on him. He yeah. could be. I mean, he could do sideline stuff for Channel Nine. They've already got lucky, so. Yeah, uh, I wrote. Will Des be sacked by the time this goes live? Question mark. But uh, no, he won't be. He's still there. I'm wrong. Crisis Burgundy? meeting, but he's fine. Dale, know. former Queensland Premier Peter Beatty and top constitutional lawyer Megan Davis have joined the ARLC as co-commissioners. Mm. Mm. I was so confused by this. Like, I don't know what to make of it. I don't either, but I thought Dale might have a take. Well, I mean, Peter Beattie is from Queensland and therefore Done. loves rugby league. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and Megan Davis is a lawyer. And I know that the NRL need good lawyers. So therefore, it's fine. I, I'm okay with those takes. Well, honestly, it's one of those things. I saw people blowing up about it today. It's like, well, do uh, you don't know better than anybody else how he's going to do it. Here's the, the other thing. Like, I mean, it's probably a good thing that they're outside influences. They're not involved in the sport of rugby league. I don't know. I, I don't remember what Peter Beattie's legacy was regarding, you know, stadium deals and shit like that in Queensland. And to be honest, I don't really care. Um, he's an outside influence, and hopefully this pushes the game yeah, forward. Yeah, we won't be laughing in three weeks when he sells all our stadiums to Adani and they turn into coal mines. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No lights. Don't say I didn't try to warn yeah, you, yeah. people. Now it'll be Wake uh, up. St- state of origin games during the day because we've got no electricity. <laughs> no, everyone just plays with those hard hats with lamps on there. <laughs> well, I mean, there are a lot of miners in Queensland. Exactly. If it, yeah, I mean, Ad- right. uh, can Adani buy Injury. a team? Uh, can Adani buy a team? Ooh. 
The Rock, Rock. There's the a Rock. Cole is a Rock. There you go. Yeah, that's good. I'd watch that. Yeah. Uh, Slater, Brain. I wrote. I'm injuries. glad he's not playing this week. Yeah, yeah. have me, a few me, weeks off. Yeah. I think many a club would have named him and tried yeah. to get him to play, but yeah, they're again they're so far ahead. They can probably win without him too. I'm glad they they gave him the rest. I, I think this should be mandatory for anybody that comes off concussed. It should be not a bad take. Hey, if you if you go, if you come off for a HA it's, it's only twelve. What it's ten days between when he would when he played last week and when he would play next week. It, it, a minimum of ten. What days. is it? Eight so eight days. It yeah. Is. yeah. So. A minimum of 10 days. You can't play. There you no, go. No, I'm with you there. Like, we've seen other yeah, sports. Can they, like, elect another ARLC commissioner? Can, can uh, concussions? Me? That's yeah. you. <laughs> well, we've seen before. UFC, six months, whatever. NFL, generally, most players don't play again the next week. Yeah. They have better protocol than we seem to have. And we'll get there one day, hopefully, and I hope that's next year. Mm. And I'm glad that the, the Storm have taken that step for Slater's well-being. And I heard he's still got headaches today, so it's obviously not a good concussion. That sucks. Concussion yeah. sucks. Uh, they, yeah. Uh, Cam Smith was named may miss a week with a peck injury. But Cam Smith's invincible. He is. Peck injuries end seasons. I was he's say like it. didn't want to come off the field and I was like, oh maybe I'll miss a week. What the hell? <laughs> he's a remarkable. No, I mean human. he'll probably like like the tin man, he'll just need more oil. They'll just they'll wire him back <laughs> up, he'll be fine. Where's Brendan Smith, you say? <laughs> inside camera now. Part of his shoulder is my <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> there is no Brendan. Only can. <laughs> Need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Uh, and Gutherson ACL, I put a crying face emoji. Sad emoji. Yeah. Uh, some signing news. Big one to start off. Tyler Randall signs with Wakefield, Mitch. God, that's been overdue. Get off the Super League with you, son. Future Man of Steel. And Storm re-sign Brody Croft, Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith, and Chase Blair. All of them. Good well, stuff. Oh, they're so good at doing this so quietly too. Like Brody Croft is good enough, and so is Jerome Hughes. Oh yeah, hey, you know, you know all these boom rookies that uh, you'd be frothing over if they played for a Sydney team. Yeah, we just inked them all to long extensions yeah, quietly. If you, you guys still don't know Brody Croft is despite winning a game over the Origin period. Try, shout whatever. out more long sleeve jerseys in NRL for a longer period of time. Yeah, that's chase player. I'm all about him. Yep. Yeah, Melbourne's playing uh, chess. But it'll be like three years. Some people are like, oh, who's this Brody Croft? <laughs> whatever. That's how media works. Is here. he, is he blue? It. Blue or maroon? He's a maroon. He's a good half. Oh, I assume all the storms. Oh, so then he'll but then he'll uh, be an origin bolter. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, well, they're good young. Well, they've got they're set on Sunshine North, Coast right? now. Oh, yeah, Sunshine. Sorry, yeah. And uh, Connor Watson officially joins the Knights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then Herman and CC be announced sometimes this week. They're yeah. dripping the news out, which is nice. Yeah. So the fans something celebrate. Uh, suspensions. See us all there. Five weeks. Uh, did Luke Brooks just get fined for that trip? They all. Everyone who got trips trips gets fined. Should have been sent off. Okay. <laughs> Dale, hardline stance on tripping. Well, hard, yeah, falling over stance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not good. It was a stupid trip too. That send-off stat we looked at was funny though, wasn't it? I mean, obviously I the rules have changed, that. but in 98, there was 20, 17, 17 send-offs. in a season. And since then, there's been 63, but there hasn't been one in the last four Which years. Even, I would have got that way wrong. If you'd been like, hey, Matt, since the year 1999, guess how many send-offs have been? I would have said like 20. Yeah, 63 surprised me, but there hasn't been one since that. Was that Kate Snowden hit on Rob Louie? Was, was, was that after the Matt Pryor one? I'm trying to think. Was it that one, or is it the Matt Pryor one on Thurston? They might be the same year, though. Hmm. Either way. That should that penalty not have been awarded the other way? I mean, hitting Rob Louie should be, should be awarded. <laughs> good yeah, good, good be take by you. But I think they are both 2013, weren't they? Snowden at the end of it, and I think surprise might be mid-season. Mm. So. Uh. But yeah, that's, that's a long time to go without any send-offs. And and we should we have should two have by the Raiders in the last two weeks. That's, what are you going to do? Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have a of questions. Yay. Question time. The first two come from at Simonis or 393. Hit us up in the DMs. So if you want to DM early in the week, give it a shot. Anyway, first one. 
Should the Knights fans thanks Wayne Bennett for creating the Super League in 1997, thus giving them an extra premiership they never would have won if they weren't in the soft competition? Shut the fuck up. Next question. Fantastic question, Simo. Next and yes, question. yes, I should thank him. Next question. Next question, more legitimate question for you, I think. This one's even less legitimate, if that was possible. <laughs> is Craig Bellamy overrated? Oh, one premiership in his whole time at the Storm with one of the greatest spines of all time. This bloke. How many premierships will be a pass mark? How many are huge success? And how many would be before he could be talked about on Bennett's level? God. Okay. Is he overrated? First question. Absolutely not. No. I think he's not overrated. I don't think he's overrated at all. But I think he's an easy person for... For football fans in Sydney to just say he's the greatest because they like they don't dislike Melbourne. Well, some people do, but well, not Wayne Bennett's the greatest coach. Like, yeah, like I'm not. I, I know people aren't, but it's really easy to default to be. Oh, he's better than Bennett. You know. Oh, I mean, I would it. take him over Bennett now. Oh, yeah, so would I. Legacy can't be sneezed at. You, you yeah. can't. People just sneeze at someone coaching for thirty years. Like it's an easy thing to coach across three generations of players. Whatever yeah. we see so often with great coaches, they have five to ten years in them. Yeah. You know, it's just like players. There's there's an expiry date. But yeah, I don't think Bellamy's overrated, but he's certainly is one that fans don't mind pumping his tyres for some reason, if yeah. you get me. I can, um, I can, the I'm funny okay thing for that. me is because Bellamy, I mean, he play, he's had the most successful team over the last, what? He's only won so, one comp, but he has had, you know, he's got the two illegitimate ones. Mm-hmm. He's won three grand finals. But he's but, also, I mean, he coaches in Melbourne and there's literally no media. So, yeah. like, if he coached up here, would he be under the same scrutiny? Would he have succeeded well, as it, well? It's hilarious that people are calling for him to come back as the Blues Boss. That was bad. He was bad. He admitted he's not good at level. He doesn't know how to do that level. He never wants to come back. And people still want yeah. him back. And he's picked Melbourne players that didn't deserve it. Like, yeah. Like well, that's Quinn. the thing. It's a real big difference to being a club and rep football coaches. That he, when he picks a player at Melbourne, he picks up a chase player. He has a full preseason with him. He has 10 weeks to work on his yeah. game. And then and every day, he's in. Every and all week. the best players are there to make him better. Yeah, but that's it, though, right? Players. But it, that, he goes in, you feel that role. Yeah. You've got to, but you can't do that in Origin. You can't yeah. just make someone better than what, what they're not in Origin. But anyway. No. He sh- his other question, should he have more? Well, everyone should have more, right? Like, people go, the Broncos should have more because of where they are. The Storm should have more because of where they are. The Roosters should have more because of their money. I mean, this, the problem is, right, like, only one team can win every year. And the 16 yeah. teams, like, they they always put themselves in the best chance to win. The finals are a crapshoot a lot of the time. Yep. Yep. Like, you know, happens. Exactly. You can lose finals. It just happens. Um, and he said, how many would be a pass mark? Well, he's, he's above pass mark still, even though he's yeah, only got easily. one. Yeah, you know, uh, how many would be a huge success? Well, if he had the three, he should have had. And, and <laughs> the, point, the point that you make about not cheating is like, he's not signing those contracts. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, he, uh, he's a, he knows what's happening. They no, know. I know, but like, he's, he's not giving the players boats. I mean, yeah, let me yeah. put it to you that way. He may have. And, then, and the last one, how many before he can be talked on the level Bennett is? Seven. So he has to win the same number. Seven. Seven. And yeah, also longevity is a big part of it too in this era. And Bellamy might go there, but I think he's a guy that might, he might honestly he could finish before Bennett, and I wouldn't be well, surprised. Clearly, Bellamy has to go to the Knights. He's better than <laughs> Bennett, and only then. Yeah, he lost to a prelim to uh, Bennett's Knights side. Sorry, in a, in a semi to Bennett's Knights side. Ouch, True. that did happen. But uh, yeah, look, I know Simo, you love it. I love argument too about Wayne Bennett. Most footy footy fans with their head screwed on will admit he's the greatest coach in the modern era. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, next question from Mick the Perm. Given the draw of Penrith and the Dragons to come, will 32 points be enough for H spot? So yeah. he's done a so ladder. He was the one that did the 32. Yeah, he's yeah. got the Dragons, Seals, Panthers, and Eels all finishing on 32 points, and Eels missing the top eight. So on they're six through against. nine, all 32. That's yeah. crazy. And I mean, that's massive. Yeah, it's like Canberra on 24, right? Yeah. He has Knights not winning another game, Panthers on 14, the Bulldogs, Warriors 20, Titans 22, Rabbitohs, Raiders 24. Oh, I'll take 24. <laughs> How'd that happen? That's, I don't know. That's but, um, twice as many points as you've got. Four Wins, Dale. But yeah, that's um, incredible scenes. I, it won't fall out that way. It just 
you know, as we do when we predict things in the future, things fall nicely. We think, man, they're going to beat the Dragons, yada, yada. Those things don't always happen. So I choose to believe South will win four more games. I think the team coming eighth will probably still finish with 28 or 30 yeah. points. Probably yeah. 30 points. And that's still pretty good for an eighth place what's, team. What's the record? The highest. I don't know, but... It wouldn't be 32, though. 28 is generally the pass yeah. mark to yeah. get in. For I'd the be shocked if wins. there was a 30 in the current system. In the current system, the teams... Like, it, it was before the Titans, so you go back to like... There's been negative win teams get in with draws and with cap cheating years. But other than that, it doesn't really happen. True. Yeah. But big wins, yeah, I don't know when you have to go back to. Um, okay, next question comes from Mario Siegs. Fave chocolate that's never featured on the pod? Mm, Good question. Uh, uh, the peanut butter lint balls, which they don't make anymore. Well, they make them overseas. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't? Well, they were I mean, there when I was in America. No, I, I specifically asked for them when Charlie and I were at a lint store in like October 2016, and they were like, we don't make them anymore. But you were there after me, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. There's special yeah. edition things, well, I'm guessing. Oh, maybe. Christmas time. Maybe they're seasonal. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Anyway, um, they are amazing. Uh, for me, the, my classic, if I'm at the Woolies and I'm looking for a chocolate fix, I always go for Snickers pods. Fair enough. And I have a problem. I, cr- I crunch the wafer off the outside first and suck the rest of it. We might Delicious. lose all our listeners if I gave you pods. Oh, no, you would. Because I, cr- I crunch the outside, you get the crunch noise, and you get the suck. Oh, my God. Jesus, <laughs> just talking about it. Yeah. Um, blocks. Top deck's underrated. There's an underrated yeah. block. I'm not a I'm not a big white chocolate fan though. Yeah. To be honest. Okay, fair enough. I like white chocolate. But blocks, I go to the white chocolate fan of here. Cookies and cream milky bar. Mm. Very good. I when I recently found the dairy milk do whole Turkish delight blocks, that was a life changing day. Have you had the uh the large piece crunchy block? They do like a like, mega crunchy block block. What now. and it's like the More it's crunchy like solid bits. honeycomb. Yeah, it's solid that honeycomb. Sounds it's, amazing. It's quite I haven't good. tried that. I haven't one. seen that. Mm, that sounds good. great. But yeah, also lint is like we're having it tonight, but it's really unpassable the, sometimes. The, cre- the extra creamy lint, I think it's it's called. They're a little yeah, bit more melted than they are right now. Yeah. They're perfect. Yeah, it's a bit cold for lint, isn't it, at the moment? Mm. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> I'll let everyone down. Uh, Matty McP, 25. Uh, Saints back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is Matt Duffy the next immortal? Yeah, why not? If, why if not? Tom Turbo, we're throwing that out there. He outplayed the next immortal, Tom Turbo. So he he's did. the next next. This immortal, is like so. when when they win when a team wins the World Cup or a country wins the World Cup, and then the next team to win they, they, they become the, the unofficial world champion. World champion. So, yeah. Yeah. so he's therefore he's the next. When you outplay Tom Tabovich, you become the next the immortal. Next, uh, should the Dragons send Dugan to the Butchers to play second row for the rest of the year? <laughs> he could not handle second row. Jeez, Poor I, fella. I don't even think the Butchers would be good. Huh? He'd probably have to go to the Canaries. I mean, the dogs are there. And there's a yeah. pub right next door. You've got Dapto <laughs> Leagues. And good. if you want to get stabbed, Dapto Train Station. Great. Good choice. Uh, is Given the performance on the weekend, is it fair to say Blake Green is a true superstar of the manly side? Can't dispute it. I mean, how many <laughs> games have they won without him? Exactly. Yeah. Remember the start of the season that stat that, that Blake... Daddy's won like no Blake, games ever. Yeah, now it's the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> no wins without Cairn Smith or something. Now it's no wins without Blake Green for Daly Cherry mm. Evans. I mean, yeah. well, Blake Green didn't win without the rest of his team on the weekend either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Campo 37. What is the worst act of foul play you've ever seen on the footy field at any level? Is it live or... Anything you've seen on any level? I don't know well, if you live. the same anyway because I was there. Mm-hmm. When Greg Bird kneed Shane Martini in the head. And got That's your tw- worst one? 12-week suspension. My worst one is still... And it can't, can't is the same one. The Danny Williams King hit is... That was bad. Pretty hard to surpass. Mm. Do you remember the Greg Bird one? Yes. Like He's like on all fours on the ground. He's a real he grub. knees him prone in the head. And at park football level, that's I've seen a lot even, of rubbish. That's things. not all right, like, in a fight. No, that's why it's worse to me than the Danny yeah. Williams like thing. Like, I don't even know if you can do that in UFC. You might be able to knee while they're on the floor. But, like, in a... F- I mean, that's not all right. That's no, not kosher. I, that, to me, was way worse than a punch, as bad as that punch was. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst things I've seen at park footy level, I used to play with this real grub player. <laughs> 
and we were playing a game of Union. Door. No, oh, it's not. And there was a guy's head outside of hanging out oh, a wall. I can see where this story's going. And uh, all he did was just, he just elbowed him. Just ran up and, just ran up and elbowed him for God knows what reason. Did uh, get sent off, did cop a full year and a half suspension. Jesus. Probably should have cop more. Dale? Grub. Uh, we had a bloke in our team two years ago now have a double leg fracture from a from a tackle and that was wow. not fun That's I had to go and put a blanket on him because he was going into shock Jesus Christ. worst uh, worst thing that I can think of outside of games that I've seen live the Lance Ohio punch oh oh, how do we forget that yeah you're right that's worse than the Danny Williams one I think that is worse than Danny Williams yeah, one I, and I that mean, guy that... should have gone to jail what was his name Flower yeah, was, Ben Flower. I remember it was funny because his name was ironic. Flower and he's yeah, but people. that's that's uh, we don't we don't oh, condone that, that kind of action. Bad. I remember that he got sent off. Would it have been a send off in the NRL? I mean, Who knows? what's more? I mean, yeah, as you say, what's more brutal, that or yeah, like right that one. elbowing a yeah, man in the answer. face? That could be it. Mm. Okay, next one from Cambo thirty seven, and he's he's through the looking glass here. <laughs> Should more C S L yellow tackles be taken to regional bottle throwing areas? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gone full meme. It has. Where was the bottle thrown this week? Uh, at Danger underscore Anger, should CSL take more holidays to regional areas? Yes. Oh, he's got five weeks to do oh. that. See the sites. I mean, and both of those teams were regional teams. We don't we forget. Melbourne is true. basically Melbourne a regional. Is a region. It's a rural area. It's a developing area. I mean, unfortunately. At right. Maddox underscore No Space, how do you think the Broncos will split the minor premiership and premiership prize money with their playing group? Uh, 50% to Sam Thiday. Yep. 50%, 50%, That's his hush money. 50% of the bar. That's my take. Uh, next question from Manning P25. Is it the fault of the consumer or the fault of the archaic entertainment industry that people pirate TV shows and movies? <laughs> now, as somebody who gives away free entertainment on a weekly basis. That's true. Get used to it, people. <laughs> I mean, it. We, we are experts in literally giving away our opinions for free. Yeah. yeah. This podcast brought to you by the Pirate Bay. Dot yeah. whatever domain name we're <laughs> using this week. Dot, C- dot TV. Dot, or dot CX in yeah. the Cocos Islands. What the fuck? Yeah, what is CX? Yeah, we're not going to answer TV that, in though. Tuvalu. If you guys yeah. all know our thoughts on that, I'm not getting into an argument just because Sam listens. <laughs> yeah, he's our friend. Well, he, that's who that tweet's aimed at, obviously. Anyway, next, next one, Mick the Perm. What is the best added ingredient to chocolate? He would vote caramel himself. Yes. Oh, well, same answer. Peanut butter. Caramel. caramel. Hazelnuts. Oh, whatever Turkish delight Or what, what, <laughs> what if I told you, Dale, there was a bar that mixed both hazelnuts, caramel, and nougat? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> would you give this bar to someone if they weren't feeling themselves? <laughs> sort you right out. Delicious. This, this is incredible scenes. Yeah, but uh, sneakers bars, legit. Yeah. Okay, next question. After all the all, after all the hazelnut chocolate I ate while I was away, I've got to say I'm a big convert. It's good to hear. <laughs> I think there might actually be two or three two or three blocks in your cupboard still. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you've eaten them. They're I good. don't think I've eaten them. No, so I hope yeah. not because they're fucking good. Uh, Mick the firm again. You can choose three sandwiches to eat for the rest of your life. What are they? And I'm going to be really burgers. thin if I can only eat three sandwiches for the rest <laughs> yeah, of my gonna life. You're going to die in like a week. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about types of sandwiches here, are we? Yeah. So I'm obviously prone to a Reuben if it's done well. Mm. Very good. Don't do them very well here, but that's a nice sandwich. The big pastrami and stuff or corned beef things. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Yep. I, I also love it. Just a classic schnitty sandwich. Yep. Schnitty. I was going to say a yep. palm Push sandwich. Yeah. This is the same thing. But the one, when I make a schnitty one, I put lettuce, tomato, beetroot, cheese, mm. avo on mine. So You're a rich man. All right. I'm yeah. going to say Philly, Philly cheesesteak because they are the shit. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Barn me. Yeah, Barney yeah, was well, my last one. Yeah, I was going to say, Barney is a great shout because you've it's got a, a lot of ingredients. Mm. You know, that's it's my last one because you don't feel as greasy eating those. So no. I've got my schnitzel for my greasy yeah. hit, and Reuben is similar. But Barney, I can eat one every day almost. Yeah, I feel okay. 
and chili yep. on and there. I'm gonna so I've got so banh mi's lunch yep. palm, my chicken palm roll is dinner yep. breakfast bake, bake, bacon egg roll I was gonna say bacon egg roll maybe oh, some good shout, maybe though. some cheese barbecue sauce yeah you put some cheese and some barbecue yeah, sauce. yeah. I like tomabaki you put them both tomabaki, tomabaki. Yeah, yeah yeah good gear fancy yeah. sauce like stepbrothers <laughs> <laughs> okay next question oh, no Dale didn't answer no, no, no I, I, I agree schnitty banh mi yeah, he said oh, yes, bacon yes, and egg. bacon, bacon egg. egg. Yeah. You want to spend a day together and eat all three? No, that'd oh. mean a day with you. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of pastrami sandwiches. Have <laughs> <laughs> <That> beef butcher. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, laid it up for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, beef butcher. A kick wow. that hard to defend. If not, why do some fans dismiss them when judging a game? Well, by fan, you, do, you <laughs> mean media comment. Yeah. Uh, Kicks can be difficult to defend. I mean, there's a reason why some guys like when Adam Reynolds is on form, is is hard, it's almost mm. impossible for a fullback to play against. Right? When he's hitting you know, those torpedo bombs or those nice ships to the wing or a nice grubber, like they're difficult to defend, man. And a, and a good kicking game it wins you football games. It's that, that simple. And I hate. Uh, I mean, we we smashed Mansour a few weeks ago for that moment against yeah. the Cowboys. But like, look at a player like him who has gone from being one of the better players with the ball in the air to now being. Unable to contest, <laughs> like jump balls. I'm just thinking yep. about inform Reynolds now. Yeah, been a while. Glory days. But yeah, people. Yeah, I don't think people give enough credit to hey, kicking games. He was balling all weekend. He just like, uh, like you know, he can win you football games. Aiden Caesar's mm. ter- momentum swung swinging kick, for example. I mean, that was one. impossible to defend. DCE's kicked in. Corey Nolan's normal both kicked some really long clearing kicks to get the team out of trouble this year. And obviously, that's not the kicks you're talking about, but it's oh, it's underrated in general to me. You don't call kick tries or kicks a fluke. They're not an easy thing to, to construct. They're so easy, every team would score off kicks on the yeah. tackle. Yeah. They're not. Um, next one. Josh Robbo is back with a multitude of questions. Mm. First one. What sh- role should Matt Moylan play once he's come back now that Cleary shows he's a dominant key? Kit man. He, he trusted you both to answer that seriously, and that was his mistake. That was, I didn't say anything. What, I, what I think he should do is, so <laughs> you, know how, you know how some teams have, have like ice baths? If Penrith have ice baths at the training, they should use bins, and he can go to the servo to get the ice. Uh, first of if all, if they have those, they've heard of a fluffer. He has sucked Just, over the last few weeks, let's yeah. be honest. Guys. They give me their fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> Great kits on the weekend, I must admit. Love the Pink Panther kits. Good gear. It's their strawberry milk edition. <laughs> Comes from gay cows. Jesus. Pink milk. That's that's a real uh, that's a real old school joke for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it back to the you two have cows. just steered this podcast right into in the, the right rocks. direction <laughs> in the last thirty seconds or so. Uh, but yeah, we've already said it. I think Moreland should take a bit of a back seat and just use his not his running game, but more the way he engages the line off the back and let Cleary run the show. But I don't think it's going to happen. Can right you imagine soon. him in the back seat of your car? Like he would be the worst passenger. Being the fluffer again. Oh well, you know. <laughs> if, if 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 he can do that while you're driving, that's I mean an impressive feat. Right. My point was more when you're Long driving. Arms. Wow, that's not a fluffer. But anyway, move along. I mean, he would be telling you how to drive around roundabouts for real. Indicate, 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 indica- indicate off the roundabout yeah. anyway. Throw out the back. Inside ball. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the wheel, for Christ's sake. Just run it. Uh, t- number two. Should there be more emphasis on match officials' milestone games with Gavin Badger reaching around <laughs> the game this week? Is this because you had no rest fault this week? I, I, <laughs> I, I know this is not necessarily a serious question, but that is a decent shout. It's definitely who? <laughs> Love you, Josh. Who who has the most games refereed in the NRL? I don't know. Surely. I mean, uh, but seriously, yeah. like I think that we should recognise that. 
I know, Look, I know we're knows, not taking it'll be him. I, w- I know we're not taking it as a serious question. I'm just going to guess it's Bill Harrigan. I yeah. wouldn't have a problem if we did. How do you still referee Milestone? Do we boo them even more? No, no, no. We, <laughs> we put out nets so you can't hit them with bottles. That's I mean, right. that's, that's, that's good. the answer. Is three, is the nationality crisis that's hitting Parliament a good reason to make all origin eligibility null and void then reworked? What? It's already been null. He wants to tear it down. The nationality. Rebuild it. And they rebuild it and let Well, I assume so that like a bunch of people from Minto and Northern New South Wales can't play for Queensland. I assume is his point. Well, they already changed that. Yeah, yeah they want to, he wants to change it again. Again. Yeah. Well, that's how we... Origin will be generally been good when we change it all the time. Mm. Generally, that's how it works really nice. When what? you have like English playing who he was playing now, he wouldn't be eligible. That's that's smart. What well, my, my take change is just again. Um, Queensland annex Penrith. Yeah. Uh, no, four. I think that the other like... New Zealand and Queensland should take turns having a draft. They can draft other states or nations to their side. So Queensland picks New Zealand and then New Zealand picks England and then New Zealand gets snake drafts. So England does does fit well with... does. Into the Wales. Mm. Okay, next one. Four, in your opinion, are the current crop referees as bad as what everyone makes out? The Look. No. Like, the more... And it's only going to get more... The more coverage we have of the game, both in terms of people on social media and, you know, networks, and as again, it's just going to keep getting more and more, uh, the more we're going to have people complaining about referees, that means the perception that they're worse than they ever were before is going to keep. Yeah, yeah, and this isn't necessarily just coverage. It's also the style of coverage. So if we go from from 25 frames per second cameras, or 30 frames per second cameras, which is probably what they're using for most of them now, to say 60 or 120. Yeah things are going to be slowed down more and more. Great They're going point. to be able to see those touches. We're going to be moving up into higher and higher definitions. Yeah, there's a... And watched, refs faulting commentators as well. That's yeah. obviously... It's, that's, and that to me is just that's ridiculous. so unprofessional. Uh, it shouldn't be happening. It just yeah. shouldn't be happening. So I watched a few weeks ago, I watched the Warriors versus Broncos first ever NRL game. Or yeah. ARL and New South Wales. What the fuck it was called back 95? then. 95? Yeah. yeah. And the Broncos scored a try when someone was like two metres into touch. Legs both along the ground and he put yeah. it down. Trial was given because they can't. They didn't check up. Couldn't check upstairs, and the commentators saw it. And they were just like, eh, "That happens sometimes." The, they kept going. Remember the '92 Steelers game? I think I showed you guys, and it was okay. just like the player clearly knocked the ball down about a foot, and I think Fatty was commentating. Yeah, and he was oh, just yeah, like, yeah, "I yeah, don't yeah. understand what's happened. How is they caught?" It's just how it happened back in the day. Yeah. You know. Anyway, next question: What is the one food that should be available at every football ground? Is beer a food? Could be good shout. Uh, I, I once so there's a deep fry masters show on Netflix for mm. those who want to pay for their content. Uh, an choice already. They uh they someone did like frozen beer like battered beers. I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see. No. That's a good. That's I don't. Good. I don't care for it. Uh, you know, you know, I'll have one. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, um, food. If beer doesn't count, I'm just going to say fries because everyone likes fries. You know what we need here? Cheese curds. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. They're the best drinking food, the best drinking snack. Fried cheese curds, get them at every Cheese curds are great. Also, nachos in a hat. Yes. And food not costing $400 for like a worst burger ever. Mm-hmm. A long way to go. Or just beers being four bucks and everyone can, having a great time. Can we have the beer like they do in Germany where you get like a little carry, you fold it up and it's what, got holes in it? The thing Maxi Beister invented, the snack cup. No, although that would also be great. It's like a it's like a rectangular thing with four holes and it oh, folds yeah, into a carry case. Other, yeah. Can it, I yeah. buy my beer on the back of a ball boy and he has to hold it like a big keg and we drink a straw from the back of that? Can I get one of those at a game? I hope so. $100 or something. Mm. Uh, next one, Paul Max 78. Paul Wigan versus... Hull in City next year to kick off the Super League season. What was that, sorry? Wigan are playing Hull in City next year to kick off the Super League season. What kind of crowd do you That's think fun. it gets? I'll go to that. Okay. Where's it being played? I don't know if it's at Wollongong or not. I know they're playing the double header down that way, I believe, which is going to be the World Club Series double header. But Wigan and Hull are staying 
or playing before that to start their season. And uh, I'm not sure what stadium it's at, but it'll probably get 20k, 30k maybe. It's not going to get a huge crowd. All these people are going to be like, oh, these New South Wales Cup teams are great. Well, I mean, if you, comparably to me is like, you know, when we have the, the triple header of the international football and yeah. 20 or 30k and you turn up there, I still don't think it's going to get a massive crowd. So that might be no. it. Uh, oh, Blake Moretti's changed his handle to Moretti E-H. Anyway, he says, how long until Des gets the boot? We kind of covered this one. Next year. Uh, RCB Sharks, did you go to Newtown's Beer and Footy Day? What is your f- number one food truck or street festival food? So, Dale? Uh, I went. It was busier than I expected it to be and about as well run as I expected it to be. <laughs> uh, the food was actually pretty good. The beer was Malta Bene. Um, there were, I think, eight beer tents, maybe ten food tents on the sideline and there were heaps up behind as well. It was actually pretty good. I I would hazard a guess that there were possibly about, you know, 8,900 people there. It was pretty good. Um, Best food truck though. Best food truck food. Was that the rest of the question? Mitch? Yes. Best food truck or food. Uh, For me, it's it's still hard to go past something that's a burger or a roll Mm. or similar. Like it's just so easy to eat if you go to a food truck. You know, so whether it be someone who's making a Philly cheesesteak or they're making a burger, it's hard to look past. I hate when you go to food trucks and someone's ordered like a four-course meal on a plate mm. with a plastic fork. Not about that life. No. Got to be something you put in your hands and get dirty. I remember there was a, a place in Havdyad in Boston, uh, and I'm fairly sure they were selling fried grilled cheese sandwiches, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah. Food truck food. Something we need more of in Sydney, I'll tell you that much, because there are some really shitty rules around that in New South Wales. We also need chowder and bread bowls. I had one of those in uh, in they're the market the fuck, there. The they right. were so the good. Best. Yeah, yeah. Lobster rolls, too. You eat your you eat your bowl. Genius. Yeah. Lobster rolls at the KB Hotel on Mondays are $10, if I remember correctly. I love the uh, prawn po' boy. Oh, the shrimp po' oh, boy. Oh, I had one of those at the brew house. Delicious. Right. Yeah, it was good. Japa dog, also quite good. Japanese hot dogs. Get around it. Uh, Michael Darren, 79. First question, what should be the subjects of in anyone's top five? What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't know. Just uh, say it again. What should be the subjects in anyone's top five? Questions on this podcast. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Next one. A rookie coach is less likely to attract players or is cash always king? Hell yeah, they're less likely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's, there's so many players players who've got a club's reputation. Is, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like if like a Trent Barrett is less of a rookie coach than a Trent Robinson is, just because like yeah. one of them is really well known in player yeah. circles and one of them wasn't. Make all your salary cap jokes you want, all that kind of stuff. But Benji Marshall doesn't go on a minimum contract to any other club that hasn't got Wayne Bennett at it. Yeah, because Wayne Bennett. Maybe the there. Storm. That's it. Yeah, and that's it. You know. Uh, Can you imagine him playing at the Storm? Yeah, it'd be great. I'd yeah. Enjoy it. Uh, next one. What has helped Ross Dog become a cult hero? I'm not going to say it's the unwavering support from the people in this room, but it is. I mean, we were on him at first. We were. I, I laugh every time I see like some Johnny Come Lately try to claim that they were on the bandwagon before us. Yeah, sit Fuck down. Fuck out of here. Sit down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a fact that he's a genuine bloke and he's been really open and honest with the media and he's happy to put himself out there, happy to respond to people on yeah, Twitter, all that this, kind of stuff. And yeah, you know, he hasn't been around long enough either for people to hate him because that eventually happens at some point. Yeah. There'll and be people... Like, I remember last year he t- got hit in that Roosters game and there was a mini revolt against him because he stayed down. Mm. And he went on Twitter and was like, you blokes get hit by someone who's 120 kilos and see how you feel, you know? <laughs> That's it. But yeah, he's... Um, I don't know, just a genuine good bloke. And he's obviously enjoying his footy and he's a good family man on there, dedicates things to his son. There's so many things to like about him, which is why he, he makes pop- likes pop- wrestling and Pokemon, so I like it. Uh, next question, Mick the Perm. Mick the Perm, sure. you are on fire today, son. 
Do coaches think the public are stupid enough to believe they're whinging about the referees when they're doing shit jobs themselves? I like, I like Ricky. Yes. They, well, they must think they're stupid enough. You know why? Because we talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> Next one again. Do you think the NRL is doing enough to take games to regional areas? Like, you got me that time. <laughs> question. I thought it was coming a real one. He snuck it in. <laughs> he said so many real questions. Uh, he got that one of you. Congratulations. Played the long yourself. game. Jesus. Well so, Mesut Ozil sent us an amazing question. And he asked us to give it more time. So, we'll do it next week. It's Ooh, a, we'll talk about it next week. Uh, Him tweeting at Mark Latham is one of my favorite things on I didn't Twitter. I that. Oh, that's at, good stuff. At Hugh, my school. At Hugh underscore Batman. Point of pride. Mm. Any of you lads dual citizens and therefore ineligible to host a podcast on Australian sport? Uh, well, Mitch tweeted his birth certificate out the other day. Yeah. yeah. So. I it's think it's a, a certificato del... It's uh, certified <laughs> by the Italian consulate in Melbourne <laughs> that I am, in fact, not from New South Wales. <laughs> Can't argue with that. What's the word for birth? I, I don't know this. Natale, I think. I think it's what it said on there. Yeah. On my official document. I'll get yeah. it out for you guys later. That's all right. Thanks, I mean, there were a few <laughs> grammatical errors on there, but English is the second language, <laughs> yeah, it so it's understandable. It's the consulate. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am eligible to become a dual citizen. Oh, Same. Yeah. Um, I just haven't. But yeah, my father has not. I uh, don't think my dad organized his dual citizenship, so it's anyway. Uh, next one from Hugh underscore Badman. He says, given he's about to celebrate his game 350 this weekend, what's your favorite Cam Smith moment? Uh, His speech after the grand final last year. Very eloquent. Didn't need to be as nice as he was, but a measure of the man. It's hard for me to think of a singular moment because obviously most of them come from origin for me because I'm not tied to his football club. And recency bias will say that fantastic performance in game three Mm. this year. But probably even then when, when he took on the captaincy of the Queensland side and things didn't really change. Might be, do I call that series a moment? Maybe that's a moment for me. Mine's probably getting a really fanboyish selfie with him in like 2011. <laughs> All right, Edwin. Uh, okay, at Hamish Neal. Hamish Neal, good man of questions. Given Newtown's 5-8 made them look like part footballers at market defence on a weekend, mm. should Wayne axe the bird's eye from the England team? Well, I mean, was, there's only, what is it, only Sam's in it currently? Was Tom in it in the, in the last test? I can't remember. I but think there were two. Yeah, I think so. They, they'll probably make it, make the score, but I'm not sure all three will be in the, uh, in, in the actual test side. What about Luke? <laughs> Bring him back. Now, they've got James Graham. We'll start there anyway. Yeah, right? he'll be back. they got some forwards. They, you shouldn't sack him, though. Mm. Are they dual citizens? They would be, wouldn't can they? Can they play for... Well, I mean, they've got British citizenship, so they can play for any of the four home countries. No idea. Uh, at Thursday night, FB, if you bring one food chain to Australia, what would it be and why is it Chick-fil-A? Shake Shack. Uh, in and out. Chick-fil-A's not open on Sundays. In and out. You didn't think that through. No, I am bringing Taco Bell. I don't oh, care it came here and failed once. Everyone's had the, good answers. The drunk, the drunkest food. I don't care that it's also average All Mexican. Right. We we have Guzman and Gomez and Mad Mexico are quite good, but it costs 15 bucks okay. for a burrito. I'm going to explain why you're wrong. Adele, I know why you're wrong because in and out is incredibly overrated. But it is. you're wrong because if they brought it to Australia, we wouldn't get those amazing no, no, American I, prices. Obviously, we, that's wrong. But I was going to say with that asterisk that so we'd at least get, you know, at least if I could buy three tacos for eight bucks rather than four dollars. Shake Shack is four dollars for just truth. the tortilla. Like they charge Guzman. a dollar a taco over there. Yeah. If I could get two dollars a taco, or here, five pretty guys. happy. It's the same. It's the same as Five Guys is amazing. I prefer it to Shake yes, Shack. Oh, yes, yes, both good. When in and out's good. Too, when we were in London, there was again, a, there was a Five Guys down the road from us. Yeah, of course, of course. The best thing about Five Guys is that. It costs the same for a cheeseburger with just cheese on it to a one with all the toppings. Yeah. You just go up there and there's a million toppings and you're going to say, there's the menu board with like 40 options. and then I'll have all of them. But there's some that some of them in red and it says, if you order, if you say with the lot, you get the ones with red. Yeah. 
but whatever. But you can go up there and say, give me yada, 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 yada. No extra cost. Yeah. And then they do fantastic fries. They're fries. Amazing. The fries are good because they like got sort of a bit of potato skin on them as yeah. well. They're, yep. they're great. Really good fries. and, fountain. and Drink fountain too. Drink, drink fountain, fountain and also good milkshakes. And I yep. thought Shake Shack had the best all-round package of all the American burger places I went yeah, to. Yeah. Thank you. I agree. Uh, sorry, what did I say? Place. Sorry, Five Guys had, sorry, not Shake Shack. Oh. Five yeah, Guys had the best all-around. He really Oof. did. Shake Shack, obviously best shake, but I thought Five Guys Burger and Chips were better. It was the first thing I had when I went to London this year, like a Five Guys Burger, just because it was down the road from us, and And we'd just come in. Yeah, London's got Shake Shack and Five Guys, the jerks. I would take New York Slicey, but it's not a chain that's good enough, Mm. you get me? Uh, I'm allowing it. If I could could take a cuisine, it'd be bring New York Slicey, Mm. that'd be it. Fair call. Good question. That is a great question. There's more places selling poutine. I didn't have Chick-fil-A, yes. by the way. Do you guys have it when you I had it once. No. It was great, but it's not open Sunday. I went there when it wasn't open. Yep, that'll happen. Yeah, oh, but that's, 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 that's why I'm not picking that, because, like, not open Sundays. Get out of here. Yeah. I went, walked there in the snow, and then I get there, and it's not open. I'm like, are you oh, kidding me? Did you wear shoes? Brutal. Was yeah. it uphill both ways? No, it was, it was flat. It was very <laughs> flat, but then I walked to Tucker. Where was that? Where was that? In Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, I, I hear it. Wendy's I hear also it, very good. Here it just snows there. Just just all the time, snow. Its primary export is snow. It's actually, yeah. It's, but it's, the snow is really nice here, though. Different to city snow. It's yeah, it's really nice, nice. isn't it? Because it's not yeah. salt everywhere. Like, they throw around the city, so it's all icy. Well, well, I mean, Green Bay, known for its salt in the yeah. footy season. Yeah. So. Uh, at Bretto Shank, where do you see more whinging? Rugby League Twitter or a Ricky Stewart press conference? Ooh, still Rugby League Twitter. <laughs> Does Ricky Stewart have Twitter? Can you imagine that? Okay. Uh, no, good. <laughs> at Shieldsy1, is this forward pack that... The area South need to try and strengthen the most was Ben Teo's impact at South underrated. I've said that several thousand times on this podcast, and you've both agreed with me. He was incredibly his departure was a very underrated mm. uh, moment for their decline. It right? was a player who didn't often get as much credit as you, you know when he was here as, as, as he deserved. Go back and watch yeah. that finals run. I've told you all this before, not you two, but just everyone. Yeah. Go back and watch that finals run for South twenty fourteen. Ben Teo was the goddamn truth. If he wasn't the best player in. Over the whole three games, he was top two or three. Yeah, and he was a fantastic player for the Broncos and for South in that period. And yeah, probably had his impact underrated that year just because how good Sam and George were playing and the Burgess boys with the good narrative and they still had GI. But Teo was killing it on that edge. And there's a guy who still puts hits on, which is such rare for an edge forward now. A game changer. He broke open that game against the Roosters, the prelim. He scored the try just after halftime that really turned the game around. Yeah, and they do need more forwards. But the thing is, they're so invested in those guys. There's not really anyone on the market. They'll see no, what happens. I don't get it, man. They've dropped Musgrove this week, and but Tyrrell's still there. That's the only thing. I mean, he's done a lot of changes. We'll get to that when we preview the games, but he's made a lot of changes. That's the one I don't agree with. I've been really impressed by Musgrove, and a lot of people I've spoken to aren't South fans have been impressed with him yeah, as well. So, so. Anyway, that's the last question, so let's oh, get on well, to the games. Good gear. the games. All right. So, I didn't realize there were no more questions, so I'm quickly pulling up the app that's got the games on it. All right. This week, Thursday night football, Penrith hosting the Bulldogs. I'll take Penrith. Hmm. Yeah, look, I uh, well, sticking t- to my yeah. sticking to my spite tipping. I've taken the Bulldogs. <laughs> if good, Des got sacked, I'm pretty confident in it. Good no. tip, Mitchell. <laughs> Matt Frawley magic. Uh, Can he do it? Yeah, I mean, he's the he's the. Difference. Oh, the architect's not playing. That's huge, though. Yeah, they'll be even better. It's uh, <laughs> big for Penrith. Big in. Uh, but Bryce Cartwright's in 18 so probably expecting a return in this yep. game played for whatever their feeder team is called on the weekend the Penrith Panthers is it? Oh, that's embarrassing <laughs> I thought they had some weird name the Penrithville Panther, <laughs> Panther Towns oh god uh, young Matt Bungard having a you've had a stormer a here my friend yeah. having a Kurt man mm. Warriors at home to the Sharks 6pm Mount Smart Sharks are this higher than it should be yeah agreed oh, here 
But Sharks missing Maloney, still not enough. They'll win. Sharks because be again no SJ, but yeah. it'll be, it'll be uh, this. I might take a little, little nibble on the unders. Yeah, I take unders. Yeah. Seven fifty p.m. Parramatta Eels, Brisbane Broncos, ANZ Stadium. This will be a good game. I'll enjoy this. Should be Gutherson's a huge out. I was going to say Gutho playing. I'd probably tip the Eels, but I'm going to lean Broncos just because he's not there. Yeah, uh, Broncos for me too. Broncos. Three p.m. Hunter Stadium, Newcastle, St George Illawarra. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints here. Me too. Controversial. By yeah. a few. Knights can't handle their pack with being through this. Even though people might have penciled this is a potential home game that they could win, mm-hmm. that, that uh, Dragons pack will, will show them how it's done. Uh, 5.30 ANZ, South Sydney hosting Canberra. Give me the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Canberra by 10. Oh, I'm really close to picking the Bunnies here because they put a team, the team in a blender and whilst Johnson's a trash fullback, the other two things are great upgrades. Walker at six is much better than Sutton there. Cook at nine is much better than Farrow there. They went on late season. And not to mention, no more Robert Jennings in the centres, who is yeah. a defensive liability. So I'm actually, and Harmore Hunt's back, I'm actually going for South, picking South here, because I think uh, Canberra might also struggle without Rapana. Who I was going to say, Rapana and Leilua destroyed South's edge last year. And they also without... feed off each other, and without yeah. Rapana there, Michael Oldfield revenge game potentially. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not going to be any Soliola either, the boys, obviously. So. They've always called him the white uh, Rapana. Yeah. My my take <laughs> is here, if Souths actually put their players in a blender, they'll win. <laughs> Good take. <laughs> okay. okay. Next one. <laughs> 7.30pm. If you were a super fan, you could uh, head across to Allianz Stadium, do the double. Roosters hosting the Cowboys. I really wanted to have the bottle here to pick. I was going to say you had the bottle to go to both games. I was no. like, what the fuck are you talking about? I wanted about? the bottle to pick the Cowboys here. You know, but they're away, and I know the Roosters are missing friend and uh, and Cordner's Gordon still out. and Cordner and Cordner's still out. But it's just it, the Cowboys are away. I know their team's tough. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going Cowboys. I was gonna do that. Fuck oh. you. Cowboys for me. Wow, a clean sweep for the boys from there Townsville. Sunday, two p.m. Edwin Flackfield. Very good. Uh, Melbourne Storm hosting Manly in a rematch of the two worst grand finals of all time. One of one of which never happened. Yeah, I don't care that the Storm are missing Billy Slater. They're down at home. They'll, uh, they'll they, take the chocolates. But they may also be missing Cameron. Yeah, I don't care. I'll pick them anyway. That matters, man. That matters to me anyway. I know it matters. I don't care. I'm going to tip Manly <laughs> just because I don't think Smith will play. Uh, I'm going to take Melbourne because they're Melbourne. And boy, oh boy, what a marquee fixture to close out the round. Seabus Super Stadium, 4 p.m. Gold Coast Titans, West Tigers. Titans by, <laughs> Titans by 10. It is regrettable that this game exists. I'm considering picking the Tigers because their pack's playing a bit better with Eisenhower and Twall involved. and The Titans are missing Connie Hurrell, but it's hard to put your faith in this Tigers side, so I'll take the Titans. Me too. And that's it. That's it. Yep. Podcast. Anything else, guys? No. Big shout, out, big shout out to my dad. Happy birthday. Big Trev. Happy birthday. All right. Mm. Say goodbye, Dale. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Mitchell. See you there, everybody. Goodbye from me. I grab the mic and rip it hard like it's my last time to shine. I want the chrome in the green, so I put it down for mine. Ill cat, slick talk, slain New York. To break it down in straight English, what the fuck you want? Remember me? The punk faggot crab MC. Get your shit broken half and fucking around with me. And you'll strike two. My style Brooklyn like the zoo. Hey, you look nigga, one more strike you through. Word is bit on. Rock Esco, Fubu, and Fat Fit on. Every time I get my spit on, no doubt, I spark the crit on. Step up and bless the track and spit a jewel. He keeps cool, no leave for static. I strap tools. Next up, yo, I believe that's me. Yo, get on the mic and rock the synth. Yo, P, time to rock the sound I got. It rings hot, make your neck snap back. 
like a slingshot, e-hustle, and muscle my way in, then tussle for days in, on my own with guns blazing, not for the fun of it, just for those who want me to run it, to leave them like, who done it, sucker duh, I do what I feel right now, when I spit the illest shit, cats be like, wow, yo, I get looks when I'm in the place, that's that nigga, making you smile with scar face, uh, it ain't my fault, that my style sick enough to shock ya, hit you with the fifth blocker, blocker, if I get caught, you can bet I blow trial, be downtown swinging, M.O.P. style, next up, yo, yo, it's Funk D.O.C., yo, you on the mic to rock the symphony, yo, yo, did you ever think you would catch a cat, yo, did you ever think you would get a slap, yo, did you ever think you would get robbed, at gunpoint stripped and thrown out the car, it's Funk Doc, you know my name, huh, my style dirty underground, or you train pump, when it hits your pain pumps, Kool-Aid, through the vein and shit, snatch the trap in a dash like Damon did, Doc, walked in red lines to shell shot, hell locked in fucking bras and nail shops, Hydro got more bags than bellhops, 2,000 bins on my 8 by 10 picture, poppy chew, slaying cruising, ICU, battling using hockey rules, for Keith Murray, Doc goes cock these tools, rolling down like dice and Yahtzee fool, I just do it like Nike do, out of Bama, with 10 kids with hammers, hooked to a camper, yo next up, it's the G-O-D, yo yo, get on the mic for the symphony, on the move, huh? paying them dues, nothing to lose, huh? Street kids, broken and bruised, I ain't no Jews, huh? Bad news, bearing they souls through rhyming blues. Hardcore, to make the brothers act fools. Hands on the steel, flip your heads over hills. Smell the daffodils from the lyric overkill. Feeling like the Mac inside a Cadillac to build. Too ill on cuts, the barber of the bill. Vigaro, the sky is falling. Geronimo, I feel my high coming down. Look out below. That that roach clipping spark another Chicken hawks playing themselves like Parker Brothers I rock for the low class From low cash The broke ass Even rock with trailer park trash Yeah, yeah The guard on your block like Godzilla Yeah, yeah She gave away my pussy, I'm a killer John, John, phenomenon In Japan they call me Ichiban Wu-Tang Clang, I'm my one And the whole nine, I hold mine Keep playing with it, kid, you might go blind Jerk off, fuck them AKA But now it's just meth, that's it, that's all Solo, single, no more, no less Let's go! I believe that's me. Get on the mic and rock the symphony. Mission stop, drop and roll. Rocks top the gold, hot. Even though the veins froze, pop close range of foes. Blaze them holes, leave them with their brains exposed. Stains closed, y'all better change the flows. Hear how luck spitting? Stay drunk, pissing that ass type, stay whipping. When the gun spitting, duck go get hitting. It's written, we in the game of balls different. Point game like Jordan, y'all play the role of Pippin. Style switching like tight ass after sticking. Man, this Stop you crying in your bitchin' Like E&P's last CD, you're out of business, out of business. Out of business.